2554. We can't see the hour by hour. That's only when the whole book comes out, which is a long ways away. It's only the first part of the spring book. But anyway, I noticed, for example, that Big 106, which had taken that precipitous drop, losing more than 80% of their men from uh, February to March overall, oh, men 18 plus, uh, they actually went back up from a 1.3 to a 3. Oh! How do you like that? And I'm looking at uh, uh, Zeta. Where the hell is it here? Where's the morning number? Boy, this is a mess. Just like yesterday. I'm picking up where I left off yesterday. I probably shouldn't be doing this. Uh, I can't find it. Where the hell is QAM in the morning? There it is. Yeah, 5.0. And Zeta actually dropped no. from a 5.1 in March to a 4.6 in April. How do you like that? Oh, my gosh. Wow, and that's when they were still had the Pauli and Ron on there, so you can only imagine what's going to happen with Lex and Luther. Uh, if it wasn't for and, that damn ethnic sampling. Uh, yeah, right. Well, uh, that's what I'm getting to. The ethnic sampling that goes on, in addition to which there's a phenomenon that takes place, and it's not just arbitrage, it's not just the sampling. The fact of the matter is that the Hispanic, uh, there's a whole mentality of South Florida, which is very divisive and very unfortunate. See, being here in Toronto, which is rated as the most culturally diverse city in the world, not just in North America, but in the world. I read it somewhere, like in the funny pages. No, it's true. And we got every kind of people. There's Pakis and Indians and Chinese and, uh, like, white people, a few of them, and, like, uh, you know, a few Schwarzers, and uh, lots of faggots. Junior say, I'd be real pleased to see that. And just every kind of people under, under the sun. And yet, in spite of that, no matter where you go, everybody's speaking English. Now, Montreal, of course, you got the frog problem. But screw them. Who the hell cares about them? That's another story. But here, we don't have that. But in South Florida, you still have this incredible ethnic division that goes on. And it's it's not getting better. It's getting worse. And I remember years ago, back during those really ugly days in the early 80s, the Muriel Boatlift and all the real ethnic hate that just just spilled over. Just like all the bodies that were spilling over on the streets because Castro sent us all of his murderers and rapists and things like that. But at any rate... Uh, and people saying, well, you just have to be patient, okay? Uh, it's only like, uh, 20 years since, uh, Castro took power and all these people came. Uh, the assimilation process will happen. I think they're full of crap. Yeah, why'd you listen to them? Because I was stupid. I could have told you it wasn't going to happen. Oh, well, why didn't you tell me? No, no, the assimilation process is happening, but not the way you think. <laughs> well, you may have a good point, because here's our new format we're starting on Monday. Yeah, we do about a half hour of that every uh, every show, and that'll really get that the stick audience over, win them over. Play a little about Celia. And play a little Celia Cruz in between. But I'm looking at the uh, 12 plus, the uh, makeup of uh, ethnic makeup. Black stations had 13.7%. That's uh, Hot 105, EDR, and what, what's the other one? And the Men in Black, MIB. And half a power. Which isn't to say that there aren't uh, white people listening to those stations, because obviously there are a few punks. Uh, but but generally speaking, uh, ethnically, 13.7%, which seems fairly much in line with the ethnic makeup of South Florida, don't it? Yes. It's uh, 20% black in South Florida. Well, see, so even less. So that means we've got a few Schwarzers listening to QAM, and a few listening maybe to IOD, and a few listening to uh, whatever. Hispanics... 
Now, I grant you that uh, Hispanics are more than 30% of the population in South Florida, but yes. nevertheless, you'd think that if this assimilation was ever going to take place, and after all of these years, that we'd have less Spanish-speaking stations now, less Spanish-speaking television stations than we ever had before, but uh, au contraire, <laughs> au contraire, uh, let's see, we've got 29.4% Hispanic stations of the uh, 12, total 12+. 12 plus. Well, that's a scary number. And like I said, in that one day part, in morning, was it in mornings? I don't want to waste a lot of time fumbling through these like I did yesterday. That was bad. That was uh, that was an embarrassment. Uh, what is it in? <laughs> in men. Men, that's oh. what it was. 6 to 10 a.m. in men. Here you go. WXDJ number one. WAQI, Radio Mom B, which had all these old men in this book. Luckily, <coughs> nobody under the age of 100. CMQFM is numbered tied for second with them. QBA is fourth, and Radio Ritmo is fifth. So the top five stations in men, 6 to 10 a.m., are all no speak in English. Well, what kind of communist bunch of crap is that? Yeah. How to have, not only do you compete with that, but what is the excuse for that here in the year 2004, huh? I think it's time, seriously, that somebody says, look, enough of this bull crap already, enough of the pandering. It's not going to happen, which is why I'm delighted not to be there most of the time, because it's a city filled with hate and frustration, because people just don't get along. Unlike what that guy at the airport was trying to hock me a few uh, weeks ago, he's full of crap. No, everybody doesn't love everybody else, and the ethnic groups don't get along, and people continue fleeing like crazy, and uh, uh, whether it's to uh, Boca, or whether it's to Stewart, or whether it's to Jacksonville, or Savannah, Georgia, wherever the hell they're all going, because they can't stand it no more. So here's my poll question today. That was kind of a long lead-in, wasn't it? That's all right. You got four hours. Oh, yeah. And no spots. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's go into that QAM sales department, man. You people are right on top of it. Boy, what a bunch of losers. We get this great trend that comes out yesterday. Shows all the way around from the morning, the midday, and the afternoon. We're kicking ass. Even nighttime, we had a really good trend, thanks to the Marlins and Eddie K. But uh, so all the way around, we're just kicking ass, and, they, uh, and we come in for a log like this. It's like sticking a pin in a big fat balloon. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> sticking a pin and puncturing a big balloon. That was funny. Watching the gas uh, pour right out of it. If there's an assimilation process going on in South Florida, why do so many Hispanics still watch, read, and listen to Spanish media? What a long poll question. And I'm sure I don't have all the answers here, but uh, George and I tried to put it together. If there's an assimilation process going on in South Florida, why do so many Hispanics still watch, read, and listen to Spanish media? we got five choices so far. There is no assimilation process. I have no clue. It's the lazy way to live. They like the programming better. Or it really is a banana republic. I don't think I know. Did you refax this to Eric with yep. all the additional? Yes, huh? Yes. Good. Good for you. Because, you know, he gets a little surly when you don't. And he's going to do Sports Radio 560, QAM. Only in the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. Hi, Richard Simmons here. And since there's been weeks and weeks of publicity about my unfortunate misunderstanding in that airport, I've decided to use my status as an exercise guru to launch a brand new home video for all of you fat bastards out there. It's bitch slapping to the oldies. Oh, this is such a fantastic video. Three solid hours of nothing but regular people running around in short shorts, smacking the living heck out of a passerby. Here's a clip. Pardon me, sir. Do you know what time it is? Yeah, it's time to slap your face. It's what? It's time to slap your face. Oh, yep. Yeah. 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 Excuse me, gentlemen, if I can interrupt, please. To the beat, it's slap and slap and slap and slap. Ow! Oh, great! 
so proud. So if you're someone who's, uh-oh, put on a few pounds over the spring and you want to get back your girlish figure, why not order my latest overpriced fitness plan, Bitch Slapping to the Oldies. Come on. That damn faggot. I can't stand him. 1045 at 560. We got a few votes, 32 votes on the poll. It's up under now, neilrogers.com. When you finish uh, scouring. Christy at Turlington. It really is a banana republic, 14. There is no assimilation process, 11. It's the lazy way to live, 4. They like the programs more, too, and I have no clue, 1. No clue. In fact, maybe the audience has some other suggestions for this poll today, or maybe they have some answers as to why. Maybe the English language programming is just so bad. Well, I, I was we know saying that's a be, fact. No, but I was saying to you, one of the reasons that music is so bad on the FM band is there are very few English language stations on FM. Ta take a look at it. It's it's run, but it's the same elsewhere. What? It's the clear channel. That All the homogenized programming, they're talking about it now. Yeah, but now. long before even this was the case, before Clear Channel owned all the stations, long before that, the music in the, in, in the market, for whatever reason, absolutely sucked. Bad programmers, yeah. whatever the reason is. Now, let, let's say, now, Power 96 is like, uh, you know, 50% young Hispanics, 50% young blacks, and 10 white people. I mean, that's what that's at. I'd like uh, to think that's the way it is, but embarrassingly. What? Way more Anglos than either one of us would want to admit or listen really? to. Really? Yeah, yeah. How sad. At any rate, the a, the FM stations that are geared strictly toward uh, non-ethnic mm -hmm. life, oh. which is elevator music, slush, um, Love 94, which is jazz, crap, absolute puke, Yeah. Kiss, Country Kiss, it's our station, don't say too much of the crap. Kiss. It's crap. Uh, it is crap. Magic, which, uh, thanks to Bob Hamilton or whatever the uh, jerk is over there, the PD is crap. Oldies, which could be good if they had a good PD. But they don't. Y100. So how many is this now? Five? Right. The you coast. Know, I, I think that, that's six. Stumbled on another entry for the poll. What's the that? English language programming blows. And Zeta. Well, there's seven or eight. But I mean, out of all these other, there's so many. There's about a dozen Spanish language and uh, there's more than that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's more than a dozen, about 15, that are with this uh, ethnic geared programming. So we don't have all of that much choice. At any rate, uh, my point being that radio sucks. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yeah, the mistake you're making is we're the ones that are being assimilated. Yeah. Not, not the Latin. Why you you sound like you're speaking English to me? Yes. I got a question for you. Are you wearing gu guayabera today, sir? No, actually, I'm uh, eating some plantano stuff. <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, I'm, <laughs> you're making a good start. That's excellent. Yeah, and I'm going to have some rice after that. Uh, <laughs> and don't forget to refry your beans, too. Oh, I'm sorry, that's uh, wrong. Yeah, I'm going to wretch just thinking about it. But uh, the thing I would say is, is young Paul and Ron, so they actually went down in the ratings. In one demo, yeah. They, they went up a little bit in some other place, but uh, yeah, in the month of April, they didn't do all that great on Zeta. Did you catch, you know, I, I don't want to rehash anything, but... Um, yes, you do. Polly, Polly says, because uh, of a bit you used for him, that he could own you. And I'm thinking to myself, this guy ripped more stuff off of you, and, and he could own you because... He could uh, own me for what? Exactly. I don't know, some bit you guys used of his... No, there's a, there's a bit we use that he if you sell it to a comedy service, we subscribe to the comedy service. That's where that came from. He could own me, like he's going to sue me. Go right yeah. ahead, Polly. Uh, have a good time, okay, sweetheart. In addition yeah, to which, how many how many times have we played that over the last uh, 15 years? About 30, man. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. He's about as funny as uh, stomach cancer. Captain. There you go. Why well, do they call it, instead of Big 106, why is it Big 105.9 now? Call him up and ask him, okay, and find out. When you let us call Tom Jicket, let him know. Five six seven oh five sixty. Who was that? Which one of the twerps was that? He's a very annoying. Uh, I don't know. WQAM. Hello. QAM. No speaking glaze, I guess. WQAM. Hello. Hola. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. You're yes. Point There's one point that's also very important: the subjects. You're not going to be talking about Chavez, and you're not going to be talking about what's happening in other countries. They do talk about them. Yeah. That's one um, of the reasons they listen to the Spanish. On all those music stations? No, on all the talk stations. Right. A lot of them have good ratings. Yeah, well, they have good ratings, but mostly old demographics like Radio Mambi. Their average listener is death plus ten. Well, you'd be surprised if you wouldn't believe how many people after Leon started listening to the Spanish and the young. Young people are listening to the Spanish language at talk now? Yep. For what reason? For what's going on in other countries. So basically, other words, young, young Hispanics in South Florida are concerned about what's happening in Venezuela and in El Salvador and uh, in uh, whatever, wherever? Absolutely. A lot of those countries are about to have revolutions. Are they really? Yeah. Okay, well, let us know when they start. The Industrial Revolution. Well, have a great day. 5670560. Found 560 on the AT&T and Verizon. Well, I guess here we better have a lot more Chinese stations here, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> man, oh, man. To me, to me it just, uh, I just don't buy that. I mean, maybe I'm, maybe I'm way out of touch. What the hell do I know? It's not my crowd. But I just uh, and what the hell did Alien have to do with that? Is he saying no. that we alienated uh, from? No, uh, well, yeah, I, I don't make any apologies because what we said on the show was my opinion, right. and I stand by it. And it turned out to be right. Yeah, it, it was a it was a child custody case, and uh, the the local media irresponsibly, people like Rick Sanchez and Elliot Rodriguez and lots of others, and of course on the Spanish language the talk stations, whipped everybody up into a frenzy, which doesn't take out of a lot in South Florida, and it turned into just a hate fest over nothing. Right. Oh, for absolutely nothing. And this oh, nothing and Janet Reno, you know, all this, all the Reno bashers, and then the fishermen, and all this other bull crap. It, it was just, uh, it was tragic. It was pathetic. It was the epitome of what South Florida's become, okay? A festival of ethnic hate. That, that's really where it's at. But that has nothing to do with the ratings, the Elyon thing. It was going on before, and it's uh, going on now that it's all over with. Yeah, but I think I think his point being that it polarized uh, the, the listeners that much more, and, and I'm sure that's true to some extent, because our Spanish language... Uh, uh, our, our Hispanic listenership has dropped way down. And you know what? I don't really care. I'm not going to pander to anybody. Hispanics, Anglos, Jews, Goyam, I, I don't really care. They don't pay me to do that. They pay me to give my opinions and, uh, you know, entertain and do whatever the hell it is I do. And that's what I'm going to do. And if we have to say, oh, poor Elianito and the abuelas and all this other bull crap, who gives a flying crap, man? All the stuff that's going on in the world, it's just like I was talking about the, the Jews with Israel. It's the same thing. I don't give a flying crap about Israel. I couldn't care less. Oh, but it's the only democracy. In the... Well, good for them, okay? Who hey, cares? anymore. It's Iraq now, too. Well, whatever the hell. Yeah, now we got the yeah. new democracy in Iraq. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's right. And what about Afghanistan? Well, we forgot about them. <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Let's just hope uh, Alien's getting his three squares today and misses his happy meal for a much better long life. At least now he's living with us a little bit of freedom. 
WQAM, hello. Hey, morning, yo. Yes, sir? I think simply the reason is, I think you might have it in your post of yesterday already, but because they don't understand it. I mean, I have this lady at my job who says that she would like to listen to some of the Spanish radio, but she just can't really understand what they're saying. She understands like every third word. She can't, she doesn't get it. And even George said a long time ago that Spanish culture is like three decades behind as far as comedy is concerned. Yeah. So. I'm still doing slapstick. I'm, yeah, but see, that, I think it's just because they don't, so that's what your post is yesterday. They just simply don't understand it. They don't get it. No, they don't understand. They don't comprehend. Like, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Do you get it? I didn't understand a word. I didn't either. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. If there's an assimilation process going on in South Florida, that's what they kept promising us 100 years ago, then why do so many Hispanics still watch, read, and listen to Spanish media? When are you going to ever become part of the program? How many years will it take? About 30, man. Yeah, about See, 30 more. I, I think you're off because, like, consider the fact that some of us have resorted to listening to NPR. Yeah. I'll tell you what, if I could understand another language enough to listen to any other programming, I would look for any other programming than what's on English language radio. Yeah, but you wouldn't be interested. I mean, you speak enough uh, Spanish, although I've discovered uh, not as much as we think. Right. But uh, you could be listening to those stations, but you're not interested in what they're talking about. Right, nor the music, nor anything. But Right. But if they had a Portuguese station that played decent music, I'd listen to it. Chinese, Ubangi, anything. What did you say after Chinese? I said, uh, yeah. <laughs> be careful now. <laughs> it's a country. Wasn't so it? anyway, this really is a banana republic. You're right. That's the answer they like. 36. That's probably right. That was my vote yeah, out of 89. Is. It is, but whatever. There is no assimilation process. 29. It's the lazy way to live. 11. I have no clue. 7. And they like the programs more. 6. Speak it in English, baby. Speak it in English. That's my comment by long distance. Speak it in English. No. If all, if all these no. uh, people from all over the world here can be speaking in English... Hey. With or without their heavy accent, and believe you me, plenty of them got a heavy accent, and don't bother me. At least they be, and it's one of the reasons the people there get along so well. Everybody gets along. There's no ethnic war going on here in Toronto. Everybody is a friendly. They get along uh, no matter what. Oh, that'll never fly down here. Oh, well, of course, then it'll be a lot more boring, right? We don't want right. that. What do we do if we can't hate? WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Man, it's good to talk to you. Listen, I'd like to program that Ubangi station. Anyway, uh... I bet you would. I hear, I hear Brittany's going to be the PD. I'm sorry. Uh, the PD, the pivot DJ. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Uh, seriously, I'd like to be like a um, manager, go over to Cuba and get Alien and bring him back over here and market him into a messiah. Imagine him right. coming off, coming he off could, the He could be Dalai Lama Jr. Yeah, could you imagine coming off the airplane in his shroud and all the people standing around, the money you can make marketing him if you can get yes. back over there? Yes, I can't imagine that very easily. <laughs> right. Did you do that? Oh, man, it would be too cool. Anyways, your station uh, signal really sucks here in Palm Beach still after all these years. Yeah. Static. Well, I'll have Josh Beckett go out and pee on the tower if he has any leftover after he finishes <laughs> washing his hands. Have a great day, Pally. See you, Neil. Bye. You. Thanks for the bad news. Tell me you're making that up. I'm not making it up. Ask Mo when you see him tomorrow morning. He'll tell you. He'll give you the uh, lowdown. He will. No! Or ask Geldy. Geldy's probably more up your alley. Ask him about it. He'll, and, He's not I'm, up my I'm alley. telling you right now, Josh is just holding back. He knows the real story He's there. He's red in the face for some reason. Why is that? Because he knows the story. He's, prob He's probably seen him do it. See, I don't care about this whole assimilation thing. He's probably some... been in the locker room there when Josh Beckett was peeing on his hands. I witnessed and the golden shower. 
Like I said, I sure enjoyed having a beast on the show yesterday. Mike and Nico. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. We are a unit that cares. And I'm saying care. The reason why I say care, because it's so hard to let things go when you care about it. When you care about it. I would say love, and then everyone say that you're a faggot. Well, I'm not. I have no life. Hey, hey, Leon Gonzalez. Why the hell don't you go home? Absolutely. And stop all of that whining. From all the crazy Julio's. Go back to Cuba with your papa. Where you can play in the mud. We'll pack your beans and enchiladas. Just go away, we're all fed up. Hey, Leon Gonzalez. process going on in South Florida. Why do so many Hispanics all watch, read, and listen to Spanish media? It really is a banana republic, 49. There is no assimilation process, 45. It's the lazy way to live, 18. I have no clue, 8. And they like the programs more, 8 out of 128. Ain't so great. Here's a fax that says, speaking of ain't so great, Paul and Young Ron suck. Well, that's interesting. Maybe uh, somebody ought to tell Junior Seau about it says, one of their comedy bits includes a trivia game with questions that no one can answer for months. Oh, that is so entertaining. It says, let's play, uh, let's ask the same stupid question every day. I could own him, you know. <laughs> you talk about a guy who lives in a fantasy world. Man, uh, Paul, you are just uh, tragic. You know, I was talking to him just the other day at uh, the Eaton Center. Yeah. I ran into him after lunch. I was eating. And he was telling you that he could own you? And he was saying, I could own you if you don't stop playing that Bill and Ted's comedy adventure. Or maybe it was the one with uh, Sammy uh, Smith or whatever. Who the hell knows? How much could he own you for? As a matter of fact, if my memory is correct, I think he sent us that. Didn't he, he the Sammy Smith thing? They, everything that we play of his were sent to us. 
They were either right. sent to us or the uh, Bill and Ted, I think, was part of uh, one of the comedy services. But whatever, right. they were given to us, okay? So if you don't want us to play them anymore, just notify us by mail. We'll be delighted not to play them no more since we have about, even with all the FCC restrictions, about 85,000 bits that we can still play. And at the time that it was sent to us, it was with the uh, strong encouragement, please, please play this. I'm so right, proud of Right, since it. we have an audience and they didn't at the time. And quite frankly, according to these trends, didn't have a, all that much when they loved Zeta either. I mean, for our morning, for the Mojo shows to be going up from a 3.7 to a 5 in men in the morning, men 18 plus, and Zeta drops from a 5.1 to a 4.6. See, they went from a 3.6 the previous month up to a 5.1 when Stern first went off, and then people sampled it for a while and said, eh, uh, 4 down to a 4.6. See what I'm saying? What are you saying? After they heard that trivia bit for the 455th time, and they started hearing my material and your material and Phil's material and the... Uh, are you sure? Yeah. And immaterial? Right. And they said, boy, this is really um, marginal at best. But I'm glad to see that uh, Castronova still has this obsession with me. Just obsessed. This is the thing when I write my memoirs in about five minutes. There, over the years, there have been all of these people who just... And, and I don't enjoy it. I don't. I, to me, it's nauseating. Get a life, all right? I have no life. God. Obsessed with Neil Rogers for whatever the reason being. Like Joey Reynolds. Yeah. Uh, who's that jerk that used to be on with Tanner that we had on uh, IOD? That was uh, Jim Reilly. Oh, yeah. What's up with that? Oh, Catholic, I see. I yeah. Obsessed. Really? Who are some of the other ones? Mr. Ego, of well, course. His whole, his whole life became the anti-Neil. He abandoned his Judaism, he became a born-again Christian, he abandoned his liberalism, became a right-wing fanatic, a homophobe. Anything that Neil was about, he became the opposite. He ran into the other... And by the way, I'd like to congratulate Mr. Rigo. I was just going to ask you how well that's oh, for him. Ask me how his numbers were, man. They were just absolutely unbelievable. How were his numbers? Just tell me what your problem is. No extra charge, Steve-O, because I know you people on that station can't afford to subscribe to Arbitron, so you can't really uh, see the numbers. Well, I'll tell you your number right now, okay? And men, men 18 plus, 6 to 10 a.m. That includes even old cockers, men up to the age of 400. 6 to 10 a.m., which last time I checked was his show, and I think the station, I believe, is WNMA. Correct me if I'm wrong. In the month of April, in the last trend, they had a oh, point. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Now, amazingly, in March, they actually had a two share, which was an aberration because prior to that, they had a point yeah. one, a point four. And back in December of last year, they matched this month, April's with a oh, point. Oh. So most of the time, they have a oh, point, oh. which I just like doing that. Oh, point, oh. Yeah. Zero. Zero. Zippity-doo-dah. So remember the day that we took that poll and they tried to load it up with all that baloney about talk show hosts? And we just dumped them off of there because the small handful of uh, misfits of nerds that he's got listening over there, it's uh, just the same bunch of uh, chronics. It's the old, they need the chronic tonic is what they need. But uh, good luck to him, okay? Him and his uh, 85 adopted children. Hope they have a wonderful life. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQAM, hello. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, wanted to talk about the assimilation thing with some of the English language newscasters. Yes, sir. Uh, just drives me crazy whenever, uh, somebody, uh, is Spanish and is subject of a story, how their name gets pronounced as if, uh, they were in downtown Madrid or downtown Havana. You mean, you mean like Nicaragua? Nicaragua? Yeah, something, right. yeah, something like that as opposed to, uh, if it was a Chinese guy or a Russian guy. They don't even make an attempt at the, uh, pronunciation. Right. But, uh, I got a suggestion for a poll. Since, yes, sir, uh, please. Since Channel 10 uh, got rid of Frank Ford after 100 years and 6 got rid of Weaver after 1,000 years, maybe you could do a poll over uh, what person, what anchors or personalities they should get rid of. 
uh, if I hear Christy Kruger one more time with Anna clearing her throat, I think I'm going to go crazy. I think that sounds like tomorrow's pool to me. All righty. Thanks a lot, Pally. Have a have great a good day. day. See Bye. how fast that was? Right. We were desperate for a good poll. That is a well, good poll. Yeah. What South Florida TV personality uh, needs to be deep-sixed immediately? Now, wow. we know who's going to win that. Hands down. In fact, do you think maybe we ought to exclude him? No, let's put him on there. I think Belkis will give him a run for his money. Belkis and the Ray will give him a run? Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see. We'll find out tomorrow. That's, that's a magnificent pull for tomorrow. For tomorrow, not for today. Where the hell I can't find that thing? I already have a homosexual relationship with Neil, so I might as well have one with you, too. Let's see. Earl says they don't have to assimilate as long as they stay in Miami. I work with a lady who's been in the U.S. for nine years, doesn't speak English. Her reason for not speaking English is she lives in Miami and says she doesn't need to. Well, la-di-da. And to you, honey. Let's see. Los Borgos says you will be assimilated <laughs> in South Florida. Resistante is uh, futile. <laughs> Resistance is futile. That's cute. But nevertheless... It just ain't happening. It's never going to happen. It's just, it's just something I'm pondering because every time these numbers come out and you look at these stations and more and more stations, Radio Ritmo and all, all these stations that a lot of us never even heard of before. And I can remember when I first came to South Florida and on the AM band, of course, having grown up up north and going to school in the Midwest, the Michigan State, and all the AM stations at night, you'd hear a WABC from New York and WLS from Chicago and KMOX from St. Louis and all these big 50,000-watt stations. And, of course, in South Florida, because of the geographical location, and because of the fact that it's so flat, uh, you don't, uh, unless it's a very, very exceptional light, you didn't pick those stations up on your yeah. AM radio. And of course, back when I first came to town, it was before FM was really doing much of anything. Uh, you, all you would hear was a cacophony of no speaking English. All the stations coming in from, uh, Cuba and from uh, Mexico and, uh, Caracas and, uh, Bonnier and all this other crap, you know. Yeah, Mexican radio. Yeah, they sure do. Ask, uh, who was it? Who was it that used to work, uh, somebody with us used to work at Extra? Was it, did Muff work on that station? Mm. Yeah, Extra. It's like San Diego and it's really in Mexico. Somebody worked out there. And anyway, it was, uh, Miss Tanner. I don't know. I don't think so. They don't like his kind in Mexico. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. I ain't saying nothing. Here's no line nine, QAM, hello. Yes, sir. Hey, I can tell you part of your problem. We had a problem with Arbitron when we were trying to get the, when they called us for the diaries. Yeah. And I was trying to explain to them they wanted to know how many in the household. I was trying to explain to them my significant other's status. And they were like, eh? And we finally worked through that. Then we got into ethnicity when I said Chinese. First, the only thing she wanted to know was the Hispanic. They wanted to know what? Ethnicity. I tried to say Chinese. Well, is he Hispanic? No. Well, uh... Uh, fill it in as, uh, you know, they, she wanted to, they wanted more Hispanic. And when I tried to mention Chinese, because, you know, uh, I thought it would be, you know, it might be another demographic that you guys use. Uh -huh. And I was trying to say Chinese, and she was like, uh, it, it, she totally was lost. So, uh, you're right to fix I'm it lost. in the Arbitron. Thanks for the bad news, man. All right, thanks. I, I tell you right now, my psychic powers again. Who was I just talking about? Miss Tanner. Yeah. That's the chicken in the wood pile right there is that bitch. This big campaign. Oh, you don't have enough representation of the Spanish language radio stations. In the meantime, I say that those of us who work for the English speaking stations, for whom he is a consultant and paid very handsomely, I believe, we ought to sue his, uh, silly, uh, pear shaped ass. Is what we ought to do. Don't you know, you now, think? That, now that you mention it. Sounds like a lawsuit to me, Duff. It is pretty pear shaped. Yeah, and his ass too. 
this business. Oh, they're undersampled. I mean, you know, how I see he represents, he's a consultant oh, for this, yeah. for this chain of Spanish language radio stations all over the country. And that's fine. You know, more power to him. All us faggots got to stick together. That's what, uh, Jane Jr. Seau told me. Okay. Yeah. I, I got news for it. If they got Touchy Feely and Jay Fiedler going to be their quarterbacks, they could be like, <laughs> no, seriously, 2 and 14 this year. I don't want to get the Dolphin fans really nervous. Especially after my Patriots won the Super Bowl tw the second time. Nobody remembers that there was a game. There was a very exciting game, probably the most exciting Super Bowl in history, but, uh, nobody remembers that because all they remember is the big flap, yeah, which has been shown 80 trillion times. What a bunch of hypocrites you people are, man. You can't show it enough. And if you could, if you thought you could get away with showing it without the, uh, the uh, little gray out there on a the booby, you would be doing that every, uh, 15 minutes. If Michael Powell had all of a sudden some kind of a uh, some kind of a religious experience, an anti-religious experience, and called up all the networks and CNN right now and said, "Oh, guess what? We decided you can show it all you want. We've been too repressive. Let's try to make up for lost time." You'd be seeing it uh, how many times a minute? About thirty, man. Yeah. As Justin was whipping that thing off of her b a boob. Man, talk about one good boob deserves another one. Good God. Yeah, that was a great game. Patriots won, by the way. They pulled it out. Good old Tom Brady. Pulled it out. Can I say that? No. 11.13 at 5.60 WQM. When you shop for quality footwear, march your feet right over to a place where you're going to love. Brandy Shoes in Pompano Beach. They got all the top quality names in the shoe business for men and women. They got Rockports, Florsheim, SAS, Sperry, Timberland, Naturalizer, and lots, lots more. And with their gigantic selection, you can just about bet Greg Reed and Duff's life on it that whatever size you're looking for, whatever style, they got it on the shelf waiting to slap right on your big smelly foot. Brandy's is open daily, Monday through Saturday from 9 to 9, Sundays 10 to 5. You'll find them at 1290 North Federal Highway in Pompino Beach, and it's always worth the trip no matter where you are. Stock up and buy a few pair, or is that pears? Or is that pear-shaped? All this week at Brandy's, it's a great time to buy sandals. Get great savings on men's and women's famous brand sandals this week. Come into the store or visit them on the web at brandyshoes.com. Live, live and local, we are Sports Radio 560 QAM. He's a tiger, Jim Dunlap, wonderful, WQAM. We have an elevator that goes up to the suite and an elevator that goes down to the street. It's funny he's on a hit show. You're fired. It's over. Don't you think it's over? Who chose this stupid concept? And the money somewhere disappeared between the hand and the ass. He says your five Donald Trump gets his wish. You're fired. Up to the suite, down to the street. Good luck. You're fired. He wants that too. I think your concept was terrible. At this stage of your job interview, I am not impressed. So ask yourself, what's it worth to you? You're fired. Trump's relentless, cause it's his life. You're fired. Good time, okay. You're fired. You're fired. It's his life. You're fired. Good time, okay. Back at the board. 
I may just fire all of you. 1118 at 560 WQAM. I bet you we got over 200 votes on the poll right now. Let's see, 204. What did I tell you? Good, I just refreshed it. If there's an assimilation process going on in South Florida, why do so many Hispanics watch, read, and listen to Spanish media still after all of these years, all of these... Uh... All of these things. Right. It really is a banana republic, South Florida, 82. There is no assimilation process, 76. It's the lazy way to live, 26. I have no clue, 10. And they like the programs more, 10, in Espanol. Uh, we're leaving something out in this poll. I feel like every time I read the result, like we're yeah. leaving something out. No, I think like you, it, your suggestion is, uh, was a good one. What was that? The English language programming sucks, and people are turning to anything else. Well, isn't that I like the programming better? Uh, I guess, but that's a week. I thought of that. It's weak. It's weak? It's a weak choice. It's a <laughs> weekly worded. Worded weekly. They like the programs more. Yeah, I guess they do. Well, whatever. It's not even written the way that I uh, gave it to you, but that's okay. By the time it got to Eric, probably something lost in the translation. Incredible. If you pardon that expression. They like the programming better. What do you got here? They like the programs more. more. Well, it's the same. Right. Same thing. WQAM. <laughs> not there. QAM, hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, they're selfish. That's what it's all about. It's just selfish? selfish. Yeah, they're selfish people. Yeah. You know. What, what does that mean? Well, in other words, they want the, you know, they want all the things that uh, we work hard for, you know, right. whether it be all the social programs, etc. Yeah. And then they want to speak their own language. Well, what, what does that have to do with what you, what you read and what you listen to and what you watch on television? Well, the thing is, they, they want us to learn their language. I'm married to one. I can, so I can speak. I mean, oh, in that case, it's okay. Yeah. Okay, we'll put it on there. They're selfish. I like that. George doesn't like it, but I think that's that's there's a point to be made. No, because he's uh, he's making bigoted comments, is what well, I. Well, like so how do you know he's married to one? Okay, maybe he maybe he wasn't bigoted before he met the bitch. How do you know? No, they maybe want all the of... social programs. Another one of these guys saying that everybody comes over here for welfare for for saying. a handout. Yeah, for a '57 Chevy. Sure. And a, a voter registration yeah. card. Welfare and uh, a bunch of green stamps. Cuba. I didn't say welfare. No, that's See, what he I, was saying. No, he didn't say welfare. He said social programs. It's a He didn't say that's welfare. Exactly we didn't let him get going. to that point. Maybe he'll call back and we'll let him say welfare just Crocky to get you all riled cracker. up again. I'm all whipped up into a frenzy, okay? He's married to some spick and he's pissed off about it, okay? Stupid. Anyway. <laughs> That'll teach him. Oh. What's that poll for tomorrow that we're doing? I've got feeble-minded now. What is it again? Oh, that's right. The TV people went off the air right away. Well, Rick Sanchez will win hands down. It'll be a race for second place. I think we ought to do tomorrow other than Rick Sanchez. I mean, that, that's right. a given. Then it'll be a race between Angela Ray and uh, Spilkies. Spilkies and Ray? Yeah. Now, we'll, we'll, we'll put Ricky on there. We don't want to leave him off. Director George Tenet of the CIA, who weathered storms over intelligence, lapses, and that's an understatement of the century, over suspected weapons of ass destruction in Iraq and the 9-11 terrorist attacks, has resigned, like I told you before. I'll miss him, Bush said. He'll miss him. Just like Rumsfeld, he's a great Secretary of Defense. We ought to send him all to Abu Ghraib. Tenet came to the White House to inform Bush about his decision last night. He told him he was resigning for personal reasons, Bush said. I told him, I'm sorry he's leaving. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. He's done a superb job on behalf of the American people and this great nation. Bush said that Deputy John McLaughlin will temporarily lead America's premier spy agency till a successor is found. Among possible successors is House Intelligence Committee Chairman Porter Goss, Republican of Florida, who's a real <laughs> pole, a former CIA agent, and McLaughlin. 
This is John McLaughlin. Not to be confused, I should point out, by the, with the one on the TV show. Okay. He's Well, you know, the uh, McLaughlin group. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. He's been a strong and able leader at the agency, and I'll miss him, Bush said, as he got ready to board Marine One for that trip to, uh, to Europe. He's on his way to Europe right now, as a matter of fact. They show them waving bye-bye. Bye-bye, Laura. Bye-bye, W. Have a good time. Say hi to the Pope. And he's going to say hi to the Pope, as a matter of fact. I bet you the Pope's got to give him what for, man. The Pope is really pissed off about the war. <laughs> yeah. Huh? I've been reading that. Yeah, the Pope is really not too happy. He's porked off with W. He might give him like a little lecture there, a little scolding, like a little child. And don't ever leave the Pope alone with a little child. Five, especially yours. <laughs> five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound, five, sixty. Huh? Minor save with him. Oh. No, that's right. Girls. Well, let's, let's get the answer to this question before the show is over today. Come on. Work on it. WQAM, hello. Hello, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. How are you? Buenos dias. Good morning, I should say. I just have a spy report on Mo. I'm driving here on 8th Street and Snickle Avenue. There's a restaurant called Mo Nose Burritos. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I bet you he's uh, had a few, yeah. I was listening to this uh, talking carpet this morning. I mean, that guy puts out so much freaking BS. Why is this old fart still on the radio? I don't understand. I would, I'd call up and investigate. I'd con demand a congressional investigation myself. Anyway, I'm going to Amsterdam in, uh, to my wonderful home country in two weeks. The Euro 2000 is starting, the soccer, so we're going to have a lot of parties. You going to be there soon or what? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, probably, yeah. Okay, good. You'll have a good time around to Coutines. the end of June. The Dewey. Dewey. <laughs> Over and out. See, we speak English on this show once in a while. There Not you go. Often, though. Do an Not international show. Once they understand everybody. what you're saying, then you're in deep crap. Five six seven oh five sixty. Let's see. Michael Jackson's got some good news today. It's about time for him. Not that we. Not that we're happy. Embattled pop superstar Michael Jackson got some much-needed good news when a Los Angeles police investigation cleared him of new allegations of child molestation in the late 1980s. How come we're not getting anything about that Vegas crap that happened allegedly at the Mirage, I think it was? Right. One of those uh, things. Yeah, one of those, it was a thing. One of those things they got out back there. Anyway, uh, that story was an inquiry all over there. That's the first time we heard about the uh, soda pop, the, the Jesus juice, the wine in the soda can with a straw and all of that crap. And then we heard a little bit more about that, and then, of course, they kind of shoved it in the can. The L.A. Police Department announced that a two-month investigation into the fresh claims of child abuse against Jackson had concluded there was no evidence of any crime. Muff liked it. The dismissed allegations were unrelated to a case in California, Santa Barbara County, north of L.A., in which Jackson's awaiting trial on charges of molesting a 12-year-old boy at his Neverland Ranch last year. After extensive investigation, which included hours of interviews with the person making the allegations, detectives concluded there was no evidence that any crime occurred. No charge will be sought in that case. But, of course, the other one is going on heavy duty. Yeah. I mean, how many, much money do they have to finally spend? As if there's any doubt in anybody's mind about this well-known, notorious, sick, twisted pedophile. Is there any doubt no. whatsoever? Hey, I got it since you were just talking about him. What's that? Michael could join the Catholic Church as a priest. Yeah. That would solve everybody's problems. Is the priest in the hood? Right. Then he can be saved. I don't think they want the competition. I think there'd be mass... <laughs> they could come mass to terms. Panic. Let's all go watch Mass Appeal with Jack Lemmon. Great movie. Both? Yeah, that was, that, was, that was the best line in the whole movie. Charles Durning turns to him and says, Both? 
See, you don't, if you don't, didn't see the movie, then that has no meaning to you. But I'm not going to explain it to you because Junior Seau might get upset. Five six seven oh five sixty. No speaking English. I key here uh, Thursday. That's what it is. Jueves. Pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM. Hello. Hi, this is Gabriel. How you doing, Neil? Okay, Gabriel. How you doing? Um, I have two uh, two suggestions for for what you were talking about. Uh, Spanish speaking, listening to Spanish radio. Yeah. Okay, I am a Cuban Puerto Rican. Uh, uh, being and right blooded, and I never, never listened to to Spanish radio, even in Puerto Rico when I was born. All right. Five years. Never listened to to the music. I'm not interested. You're not and a hoochie um, coochie guy, huh? Yeah. The thing is, the censorship in in the United States right now hasn't hit the the Spanish radio yet. And but it we will. Have a problem with that because uh, they say all these things in radio that you know you don't understand it because you know you speak uh, English. But mm -hmm. these people use the foul language from uh, you cannot describe. I cannot even begin to say the words that they say. It's unbelievable. And they find that funny, so they tune into that because you know funny means business means money. Yeah, and yeah, we got a separate set of standards, man. That's going to stop right now. This moment stops right now. Yeah, and uh, the FCC has to get into that big time. Okay, amigo. Have a great day, because, Gabriel. Because it's not fair, you know, for the for the American radio to be uh, a uh, um, put fines on it, and all of a sudden these people on this radio stations they they do whatever they want. You got it. Thanks. Have right. a great day. Good point, Gabrielito. There says uh, find their ass and the rest of them too. Stick it to them. Yeah, I've always wondered what the hell that's all about. Well, we just don't have enough Spanish-language interpreters at the FCC. Well, go hire some, okay, you morons, you idiots. That's a cop-out. Yeah, it's just they're just lazy and they're just pandering because they know that's where all their votes are going to come in South Florida, so right. uh, they don't want to step on any toes. Oh, no, we don't want to do that. We don't want to monkey around with that show on El Sol. They're really funny guys, you know. Let them do their thing. But all those perverted white guys, those uh, non-ethnic uh, types, uh, we're going to find their ass. And especially Yahoo's like Bubba the Love Sponge. Let's just throw his ass off the air. What a disgrace. Oh, I thought I forgot. I thought it was all about Howard Stern. I'm sorry. That's right. Get, get back to Excuse that. Excuse me. 28 past 11 at 560 WQAM. Hey, Emerald Coast is uh, going bigger and stronger than ever. This is not just another of the zillions of Asian buffets that are all over the place right now. This is the original. This is the best. Emerald Coast starts you out with six different soups and then dozens of delicious, mouth-watering, fresh entrees that you can try. And you have more all of them if you're a real cow. New York Strip made order at their sizzling Asian grill along with that brand-new Hunan fish. Maine lobster thermidor style, Jonah crab, oysters on a half shell. They've got hand-carved primary cooked the way you like it. They're brand-new Thai specialties. And, of course, keep in mind, no MSG, no cornstarch, no crab. They cook all of their fine cuisine only with cholesterol-free oils. So you walk out of there with a big smile on your puss and no MSG headache. Their buffet features a full salad bar, a full Chinese food lineup, their brand-new sushi bar, and, of course, fresh... Oh, he in here. Well, why didn't... Huh? See him. <laughs> See him. Cocktail. There's an echo again. And boy, if you've got room at the end of all of this, it'll be a miracle, but it's well worth trying to shove a little extra in there because they've got a dessert station that's incredible. It'd be nice if I get like uh, the last piece of copy. Uh, just a minute. We have got the laziest bunch of slackers in that place. I have never seen nothing like it. Because there was some new stuff on the dessert uh, station in the last piece of copy. Yeah. 
And remember, there was also something in there that was wrong, that was all screwed up. And, and uh, so rather than that, they just what they do is they change a couple of words and then just take the old copy and they uh, shovel it back oh, at me. You don't want them to proofread, do you? Uh, I can't find that other piece for crying out loud. Anyway, they got some great new stuff, plus all the other good stuff they always have at the dessert station, like pies and cakes, Belgian waffles, pastries, ice cream with all your favorite toppings, fresh fruit as well, and a lot of other good stuff. In fact, let us know what it is, because our sales department's too stinking lazy to find out for themselves. Emerald Coast, three locations for you, Pembroke Pines, Sunny Isles, and Sunrise as well. And don't forget about the Emerald Coast this Father's Day, June 20th. Let them do the cooking for you and Dad. So take the whole family or book your next business luncheon right now. Takeout delivery is always available, too. It was voted number one by Zagat Restaurant Reviews and WSVN News is South Florida's best Asian buffet. You try it once, and I guarantee you'll agree. For information on the Emerald Coast, call them at 954-572-3822. 954-572-3822. And don't forget to enjoy that. See you. It's out of this world. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Coming up tonight on Inside the Behind the True Hollywood Celebrity Music Biography Profile Story. He was the king of Latino pop. But since he played George W. Bush's inauguration ceremonies, his fame has dwindled. Coincidence? You be the judge of Ricky Martin. Well, let's look at the guy's career. Ricky Martin's manager, Slappy Gold. Check it out. He's a gifted child. He's in the famous combo Menudo by the time he's 12. He's the star of the hot Spanish-language soap opera Alcanzar Una Estrella. He goes solo and sells billions of records worldwide. Then he dances next to George W. Bush. He eats it big time. You do the math. We asked George W. Bush to comment about his withering effect on Ricky Martin's career. I have no comment except to say that Ricky was the best-looking guy I ever stood next to. And that includes Dick Cheney. As it turns out, the phenomenon of presidential inauguration ceremonies killing a musician's career is a long-standing tradition in America. History expert Leon Neverboned. At Warren Harding's inauguration, he booked a very popular group of his day called the Knee-Slapping Twits. Well, they went right into the crapper after that. Clem Suck, the lead singer, never recovered. Damn you, Warren G. Harding! And, of course, we all remember when Hendrix played Nixon's inauguration. Two years later, <laughs> he was dead. But Nixon had a good time. Give me some of that purple hay. Man, I'm Gonsville. Money isn't real, baby. Oh, look, a dragon is swallowing the sun. Whoa. Ricky Martin. If you thought you'd never hear him and Dick Nixon mentioned in the same sentence, then you don't know our screwed-up show at all. It's a big, juicy, sopping-wet look at show business tonight on Inside the Behind. Rumor has it Ricky Martin likes uh, Nixon. 25 till noon, 11.35. Let's see, the lineup looks like this. Got the Mad Dog at 2. Got the Humper at uh, the Belmont again at 4 the, uh, this afternoon till 6.35. Then we got the Marlins on deck, 6.35. Marlins at the Mets. At 7:10, Eddie K after the baseball game. Maybe a change of scenery will do the Marlins good. Maybe some fresh urine up there in New York will do good. Huh? Probably have a lot to choose from. Huh? Why are you so? I mean, I grant you that's not my cup of tea. Oh. But that was tea. I yeah, said I like as Earl in tea as in Tom, myself. not pee yeah. as in pom pom. Anyway, people the really will do I, that. Can I get into this story? Yeah. Not, not concentrate on urine and bodily fluids, please. Mayan. Please, cracker, please. The probe into alleged Chalabi leaks to the Iranians may widen, says Newsweek magazine, and they know their crap once in a while. 
The Iraqi exile group headed by Ahmed Chalabi, Chalabi this week, last week it was Chalabi, now it's Chalabi, formerly a key ally of the Bush administration, is suspected of leaking confidential information. See, you can't get away from him, he's leaking too. And washing his hands a lot. Is suspected of leaking confidential information about U.S. war plans for Iraq to the government of Iran before last year's invasion to oust Saddam Hussein, government sources told Newsweek. The allegation that Chalabi may have supplied Iranians information about U.S. military plans comes on the heels of recent disclosures that Chalabi or others in his organization may have compromised more recent U.S. intelligence operations by leaking what officials initially described as extremely sensitive and highly classified information to Iranian officials, information which could get people killed if abused by the Iranians. How do you like that? Why isn't this guy in jail? Why haven't they? In fact, they said he might actually be if they can get a hold of him over there. They might actually have to throw his ass in jail. And come to find out that the reason that they raided his um, apartment and confiscated yeah. all the crap in there was because they found out about this. And uh, now they're trying to distance themselves. He was the fair-haired boy. He was the heir apparent not too many weeks ago. And now all of a sudden they're placing a lot of distance between themselves and Shalabi, who's good close-ass uh, uh, white buddies with Dick Cheney. Bunk-butt buddies with the vice president. See, that's really, uh, all this focus on Bush, forget about Bush. He's kind of like uh, Tatavia, he's small potatoes. It's Cheney all the time. That's that's the uh, real crux of the problem is right there. Cheney and all of his henchmen, all the neocons, all surrounding Cheney. Bush is just, uh, he's just a pawn in the overall picture, that's all. Mm -hmm. He is, he's small potatoes. Dumb potatoes, too. I mean, boy, oh, boy. With that look on his face when he and Laura waddled up the stairs on Air Force One there, and they turned around and waved goodbye. I mean, just just a look of Alfred E. Newman was chuckling to himself. You know, like uh, man, I can relate to this. Sheer stupidity, ignorance, and desperation. La reindeer lost in the headlights. That's no big deal. It's only the future of the human race that's you know hanging in the balance. Why should yeah, we be whipped right. up about that? Right? Just calm down. WQAM. Hello. Hey, Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I haven't been listening to your show for the last half hour, but I have a question. Is With everything that's going on now with the administration and everything, do you think the Republican kingmakers are looking to see if they can get somebody other than Bush on the ticket? No. They're going to go with him hell or high water. That's correct. The one rumor they were floating the other day is because uh, there's been all the speculation about Kerry and McCain, about uh, dumping Cheney and putting uh, McCain in with Bush. But I don't think that's going to happen either. No, they're not going to yeah. dump Cheney out of there. He's the guy, like I just said, that's calling all the shots. Right, exactly. And, and people, I think people are at least smart enough to know there's a difference between McCain and Bush. And Bush a big difference. They hate each other like poison. Exactly. So. All right, just I float that by you. Okay, thanks a lot, pal. Have a great day. See, the bad news yesterday, I saw Kerry on there again. I, see, I hate to say this, but he's getting worse by the day. Did you see him at all yesterday? No. Nope. Somebody get some makeup, okay, please? Get some makeup. Yeah, personality makeup. Yeah, and that too. Well, that, that's impossible. He needs a personality transplant, not a makeup. But, I mean, he, he looks so pale and uh, ghostly. He makes Herman Munster look like a Brad Pitt. That's how bad he's looking these days. Yeah. Really just pale, and his speech was, like, slow and just uh, ponderous and very ineffectual. And Wow. Please, please, crackers, please. It's not too late. We, ha we had it going in the, in the beginning there, and then they kind of mm. sidetracked us again. 
That's where we need to be going back to old Howard Dean. Let out a scream. That's it, Howard. We need Howard in there where that Mia's wife is, baby. That's what we need. Wake up this country. Not a sleeping Jesus old man like this Kerry guy. He is really, he's amazing to me. I just I can't, I can't get over it. As enthusiastic as I was about him before, I'm just that unenthusiastic about him now. And not that I, I'm not going to vote for him a hundred times, which I will, but it's just that he's so dull. He is such a, uh, equivocator, such a waffler, such a namby-pamby wuss. Other than that, he's dynamite. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Palm Beach in the world. Uncle Ted, dude, throw on some boxer shorts, let's cruise our bar, and rage with some babes. Excellent. Power, money, women, and poontang. Uncle Ted, dude, let's use our infamous last names to impress these babes and do the wild thing at the compound. No way, Bill. Yes way, Ted. Swim naked, William Kennedy Smith and Ted Kennedy in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, Part 2, The Next Genitalia. Excellent! Coming soon to appear to near you. Rated X for excellent. I guess I'm in trouble now. Well, as soon as we get that letter, that cease and desist letter, maybe it got lost in the mail 15 years hey, ago. Hey, he's going to own you. Yeah. It's okay, Polly. Just uh, real easy on the leash. Six, in fact, maybe he can bring Lindy in, too. Lindy England, your girlfriend. I'm going to change the poll at noon. I don't like the way this uh, thing... I, I, it's my fault and your fault. We didn't word this right. Our bad. Our, our bad. By the way, that uh, Van Diesel, I heard that he's going to appear with Los Vinvin. <laughs> well, you and the Beast yesterday, man, you had me just... I, I didn't know... I'm, I'm sitting there. I should have had pictures of it with all these pages all over the... And I, I don't have room for that here. All these pages just everywhere of what? from the from the uh, ratings. I'm trying to tell you the fax machine failed. Yeah, we're faxing everything. But well, that didn't help me any though. No. I mean, it's, I was still left here in a lurch. And then every single thing, and then if I left like a half a second of dead air, like, and you're going, yeah, yep. yeah. Well, I'm panicking. Like you're in a panic because you lost <laughs> the line or something, which you just. Uh... <laughs> Hey, listen, what you ought to do is, like, uh, tape some of this stuff, and then any time that happens... Me conocen por golpear fuerte a gallito. George, tengo que decir. George. Desde mi retiro me ha faltado la emoción de la competencia. Yeah, see? Is this the Bumblebee guy? The Bumblebee guy? You're asking me? It's some cartoon show. I don't know who the hell it is. Anyway, who's the Bumblebee guy? He's on some uh, some show. The Simpsons make fun of him a lot. Oh, I don't know. I hear that uh, the rumor I'm hearing is he's... Oh, I don't have it on here. See, this is the wrong one. Damn it. Nope, don't have it on here. Oh. Blaming. Yes, I do. Anyway, here's the uh, first poll. Well, Schmidt can this at noon. It's just... Uh, I don't know. If there's... Uh, it's a very good point, but it's just... It, it's useless. There's no point in talking about it because it's never going to change. It's just the way it is. And if you don't like it, uh, you know, move to Stewart. Move up to Vero Beach no, where no. they're a little clannish. You didn't get the memo on account of, you know, your... Name doesn't end in the Z. That must be We're it. We're going back to the original colonial borders that uh, you know the British violated. So it's back to the St. Mary's River is the new border. Is that it? That's it. Okay, I'll see you at Plymouth Rock. <laughs> in fact, isn't that what he said in Christine? I th Rock Hudson should have been in that movie. You know, <laughs> I'll see you in the Plymouth Rock. Yeah, that was what Keith Gordon said to uh, anyway. 
If there's in, 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 who else was in that movie? John Stockwell. I'm really I feel so good that he got eight votes in that pool. You have no idea. He was one of those hidden talents. I bet you had a lot yeah. of hidden talents. You're glad he got eight. No hay nada como una buena batalla. If there's an assimilation process going on in South Florida, why do so many Hispanics still watch, read, and listen to Spanish media? That's our poll question today because we think it's kind of an embarrassing, too, when you come right down to it. It's, it's one of the real major uh, black marks on the uh, face of South Florida. It's one of the things that keeps us from being all together, you know, like one big happy family. All together what? Pathetic. Embarrassing. There is no assimilation. Well, I'll read the result of the poll, I guess. I don't have to read this from this page. Uh, it really is a banana republic, 136. There is no assimilation process, 103. It's the lazy way to live, 46. We never did put their selfish because Josh is too busy doing a, a beast oh, Josh, routine today. Yeah, he's gone. He left. What do you mean he left? They did a switcheroo on us. Who's in there now? Miguel. Hola. And why is that? He's they had to put a professional spick in there now? <laughs> That's right. Josh wasn't spicky enough. Well, what's that all about? There's no baseball game in town today. No, I sent him to go do that Yellow Pages thing. What? That van hit you were reading earlier? Oh, my. Th you know something? This really, we're going to have an explosion on the air right now. You know, this reminds me, uh, I'm starting to turn into like Mo Jr. Absolutely. See, I have, I, I hate to agree with Mo on anything, but this marks twice in the same uh, week. Uh oh The idea that we have a producer in there who's generally, he, he works for us when they don't have him doing something else. Like, we always come second, Duff and Clarence. Like we're like small potatoes. Again in this trend, who's got the highest ratings on a radio station? Ew, who's God. had the highest radio stations on almost every damn trend for the last seven years? Ew, yeah. God. But we get whatever is like a left. And I'm not knocking Miguel. We're no. delighted to have a professional spick Miguel who fits right in with this conversation. See, and who, by the way, like doesn't. It wrong. What? It's not like that. It's because Miguel wanted very, very much to work with you. That's why he sent Josh out on Get out of here. You're so oh, full I can of get crap. out of here, too? All right. <laughs> go join him over there. What are you talking about? Somebody had to go out there. Right. And I didn't want to go. Why not? <laughs> it's hot out there. I didn't want it. It's hot out there, man. Well, this is an outside thing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got to be kidding me. Anyway, join QAM and Josh Cordes and the Real Yellow Pages from Bell South from noon to one at the Beauty Schools of America at 1176 Southwest 67th Avenue to Miami. Stop by to pick up tickets to pick up tickets to an upcoming Marlins home game. That's what you wrote. <laughs> it says, stop by to pick up tickets to pick up tickets. Yeah, Pick yeah. something up, and then yeah. we got a good doctor for you. <laughs> and then join QM and the Marlins for a watch party. In fact, if you watch too closely, you might need the same doctor. Starting at 6 o'clock tonight at the Davy Ale House off 595 in University. Stop by to win more of those Marlin tickets. Boy, it's starting to get like the Panther tickets. Awful lot of them available these days. And other prizes from Billy the Marlin and the Mermaids. Watch the Marlins and the Mets from the Davy Ale House right on the old tube. And when you watch it on TV, then you won't have to listen to Dave Van Boring. See, I can say that now and not have to fear that. Josh will get all nervous about it. He probably gets red-faced when he's sitting there with Van Boring up in a booth, you know, because I ripped Van Boring just, and, and deservedly so. Dave, you're just terminally. Maybe a nice guy. Everybody says he's a really nice guy and got a hot wife, but a bad hairpiece and just as crappy on ear. Boring. I think it's time to send him up, up, and oy vey. Anyway, did I give the results of the poll? I guess I did. Yeah. So we're going to change the poll at noon. And I'm going to do the, what the guy called in before. I'm not going to use that for tomorrow. That's a cop-out. See, you would do that. Yeah, but I'm lazy. Right. And deservedly so. With what they're paying you, I can understand it. What South Florida TV personnel needs to retire next? That's the uh, poll question that's going to go up there. I didn't uh, uh. fax it to Eric because he and I are on the outs. He doesn't know it yet. 
I'll fax it after I add a few names. What? I'll fax it after I add a couple names. Okay. Well, yeah, but he needs to know it because at noon we're going to change it, and if he doesn't have it, he can't change it right away, and he's certainly not going to be able to type it up like like when you snap your finger. Especially if you only snap one, he can't hear it. What South Florida TV personality needs to retire next? And we got I put Rich Sanchez at the top because I have very little doubt. Now, you're going to put Spilkey's Neray, somebody that you'd like to just get off the air. They just can't. Angela uh, Ray. Angela Ray. I'll give you another one. Who oh, just unfaxed it. All right. Well, no, I'm, uh, uh, Miguel can put it on there. If he's going to come in and if he's going to sit on his That's ass right. in there, he can do that. Or are you going to are you going to do, do the same thing with him that you did with the Beast yesterday? Yeah, I'll sandbag him. Stick up for all the lazy people in there that don't want to do anything. It's a club. Oh, the Beast have to put on that headset and answer a few calls. My God. No wonder Mo despises him like poison. Of course, Mo despises everybody like poison, but that's beside the point. You want me to screen some calls for you? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I want you to type some of these uh, names in here that they're going to call in with. Okay. Angela Ray, and my other choice in here is Elliot Rodriguez. Boy, oh boy, if you pardon uh, the name association, he just... You talk about professional Cuban, man. This guy, back during the days of the alien business, and then, then when we had the thing where the, uh, Michael rode a boat up on shore and didn't quite make it, you know, with the illegal aliens, he was just hyperventilating on the air. I thought he was going to have a stroke right on the air. You're supposed to be there reporting the news, not letting your ethnic uh, hysteria intervene, okay? But you can't do that, can you, Elliot? Huh? No. No. God, is he awful. Do they have anybody on there whose name doesn't end in a Z besides Bob Soper? No. And then, of course, don't forget the weather fairy. Now, how come you just faxed me this poll? I don't need um, you to be. You know, oh, brother, you are. You are just uh, not on, onto it, into it. So we'll wrap up this other thing, and then we'll, oh, get, give we'll me a get some. Oh, give me add Elliot on here. Elliot Rodriguez, good. And then fax it off to Eric so that uh, he can have it by noon and plenty of time. Because otherwise, you know, we don't want a lot of pressure on him. He might burst. How do you spell Rodriguez? E-L-L-I-O-T, as in Stuart Elliott, the jockey of the Triple Crown winner, Smarty Pants Jones, who's going to win by about 15 lengths on Saturday. Okay, I'm facting it back to you now. I can't wait for it. It's going to be exciting. Dave Johnson will be called 11 o'clock tomorrow morning. So I guess uh, Dave and I are two for two. I guess it didn't take a genius to figure out the Derby and the uh, Preakness winner. Two for two. But I did give you that big triple, and the, uh, nobody called and said, hey, I listened to you on that imperialism in the uh, Derby and uh, used him on the bottom. That's what Duff said. He said he used him on the bottom. Here's line nine, QAM. Hello. Yeah, I got a topic for the uh, poll. Yes, sir. How about what thing could you have to take to a deserted island if you had one thing to take? What would it be? That's not bad. No, uh, kind of weak, but I was the guy who faxed in Jamie Lee Curtis yesterday. I see she got 20 votes. Yes, yeah, she did good. That. A lot of people share your uh, love for dykes. I mean, for uh, butch-looking women. Yeah. Thanks a lot, pal. Hey, there's nothing thing. dykey about true romance. Well, that well let me ask you, what would you take to a desert island? Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see ya. Oh, I don't want to say obsessed, but I think that's the word. He likes Jamie Lee. She's, she's, uh, I don't know. She never stole a freight train. Huh? Right, she's okay. I like her. In other words, mm -hmm. uh, I see her in a movie, and I think, oh, I might watch this. Like that, like that Halloween uh, Part 85, whichever one it was. Right where Josh Hartnett was in the first movie I've ever seen, and I told you, this kid's going to be a star. And you said, ah, you just like him because he's another pretty boy. And then when he became a star, he uh, no longer was a pretty boy no more. He, something happened to him. He aged about 80 years in about 10 minutes. No, sorry. And I didn't see any of those movies. He was in Black Hawk Down, right? Yeah, I never saw it. And, and then what was the Wait, big giant? I did see it. No, but what was the big movie he was in? Pearl Harbor. Pearl. 
Are you mumbling now? Pearl, Pearl Harbor. Harbor. Very good. Pearl Harbor. Your mama. Pearl Harbor and uh, Black Hawk Down. Josh Hartnett. He should have been on that list yesterday. I bet you somebody out there is fantasizing about him and about that mole. In fact, I think, you remember the mole they took off of Frank Fort on Channel 10 before they fired his ass? I think Josh Hartnett took it. Five said, Greg has been asking, where the hell's that mole? Where's that mole? I think it's on Frank's forehead. Or uh, Duff said you might find it in somebody's... Rectum. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got uh, two people on your poll. I don't know if you put them on there yet. Uh, Bob Weaver's in Channel 4. Bob Weaver's already been retired involuntarily. He's already in uh, absentia. Uh, what about uh, Bob Mayer? Okay, little Bob Mayer. We'll have, we can give the phone books back. Thanks, Pally. Little Bob Mayer, another good guy. Isn't it nice that uh, you know the way they treat people in the South Florida? Mike Ranieri, there's a good guy. Rest in peace. WIOD was on the air. How many years on IOD? About 30, yeah, man. For 100 years, and they never let him even say goodbye. They just unceremoniously swept his ass out the door. But the, he had the last laugh on them, though, because he had just, they just signed him to a new deal. I, I don't understand any of these things. I don't understand any of this. It's like the Panthers. They sign a new three-year contract with the Rick Dudley, and then they fire his ass. And then uh, now they're going to have to be paying him and uh, all of these other people. I think they're paying uh, Sutter, uh, Dwayne Sutter. They're paying all these people that are working for the organization. How can they afford to pay Rimmer all the big bucks if they're going to have to pay those people? And no, I haven't heard a word from Rimmer. He's really laying low and very quiet. Thank the Lord. Knock on wood. Because uh, then I'll be asking about those rumors about him going to Columbus that people were starting, right? And so if we don't speak, then he can't tell me anything, then I can repeat it on the air, see? I see. Well, we don't want to jeopardize because, you know, then I'll be getting phone calls for uh, people. I got enough people already telling me song song to dance about, well, uh, you know, their contract came to an end and, uh, you know, do I have an extra 75 grand, stuff like that. I, I'm i sorry, I just can't be the godfather of the entire universe. You know what I mean? What do you mean? I mean, it's one thing to be fat, but it's another thing to be rich. Live and local, oh. this is 560. The radio is all yours. QAM. This is Mark Morgan. It's the 12 to 1 hour on QAM. We are a unit that cares. And I'm saying care. The reason why I say care because it's so hard to let things go when you care about it. Absolutely. When you care about it. I would say love and then everyone say that you're a faggot. Well, I'm not. On the next episode of The Shield, Gildy Goldstein stars as Vic Mackey. I got nothing to say to you, Madam. You're a bad man. A very bad man. I'm gonna burn your face on the stove here. Tension mounts when Gildy faces off with Captain Moe. Pictures I saw of you doing the, the guy. Yeah, that's right. And I want to keep it under wraps, see? Okay. I don't want nobody knowing what went on there. Could mean my career. Your sacred is safe with me. Good. Got it. Hey, everybody. Captain Mo put the Mo in homo. <laughs> That damn faggot. I can't stand him. Okay, 12 o'clock at 560 WQAM. We're Schmidt Cannon at first pool. Here's the result of it. And again, we apologize for asking. The, usually the poll is worded pretty well. Even we understand it. Something. If there's an assimilation process in going on. Now, what, what inspired me to take this poll? Oh, that's right. The ratings that came out yesterday. It right. just uh, continues to get more and more. No speaking English. And those stations continue zooming up more and more. And maybe he's right. The, the very first caller we had about this, that uh, Julio guy. 
when he said that uh, a lot of the uh, Spanish-speaking people are concerned about stuff that's happening in uh, South America and Central America and Spanish-speaking countries and España and all of these things. And as a result, they don't hear about that uh, on the English-language stations, and that's what they're interested in. Do you think there's any point there at all? There's maybe a little point. A little tiny tad? Now, Miguel, on the other hand, doesn't listen to those stations. He listens to Big 106. It's 105.9. Sir. Well, I'm just excuse me, 105.9, so we can monitor Paul and Ron, uh, so that when they own me, he'll find out exactly which parts. <laughs> yeah. Who gets the cellulite? Fat Rich. That's all I got for him. Oh, somebody says Tony Segreto. That's an excellent choice. Man, what a silly goose that is. Oh, brother. I mean, Tony, and not only that, but what an ego. What a massive, gigantic ego. I remember back when Tony was a humble little sports nerd guy many years ago. I know he and Hank are really tight, but, uh, and as a matter of fact, I had he and Hank on the air on my show when I was on INZ one time, talking about horse racing. And one of the horses that was running at that time was a little tiny horse called Creme Fresh. Creme Fresh. Okay. And I remember I said it just like I said it the first time. They're kind of like uh, Van Diesel. Only I was joking yesterday, and you got all psychotic. And I said Crane Fresh or something, a little bit off, you know. And they kind of like looked at each other, like, "Oh my God, he doesn't know ass from a horse's ass," you know. And I looked at Hank and I said, "Speaking of horse's ass," and that was in the days. No, actually, uh, Hank and I got along well in those days. Then we had a little falling out, and now we're pretty tight. Although I don't see him anymore, and you know why he avoids me when I'm in town? He doesn't. He used to come in early. Every time I'd be in town for a week, he'd come in early, and we'd bond a little bit and, uh, you know, rip uh, a mowing ass behind his back. But uh, because then I'll see how, uh, what a giant he is in the industry. You know what I mean? It pain, pains me to see it. I mean, the beast being like that, it doesn't bother me at least, in the least. The beast. bothers me. Well, it bothers you because you like him. But with me, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I tolerate him. That's about Not on the show anymore, though. You're done, beast. You're finished. Adios. Arrivederci. Dewey. Anyway, here's the poll. If there's an assimilation process going on in South Florida, why do so many Hispanics still watch, read, and listen to Spanish media? This really is a banana republic, 148. No Schmidt. There is no assimilation process, 124. Well, by the time you get done with those two, you've already got 75%. It's a la the lazy way to live, 53. I have no clue, 21. Or they like the programs more, 17. More better out of 363 votes. They didn't like the poll. And I didn't like it either. Tony Segreto is a good one for this other poll, though. Along with Rick Sanchez, Angela Ray, Spilkies Nuray, Elliot Rodriguez. Who else did you put on there? Bob and Bob Mayer. Poor little Bob Mayer. Leave Bob alone. I mean, he's on the poll, but leave poor little Bob. He's a good guy. Okay, so he's 110 years old, and they now have not only have to uh, set him up on four phone books so they can uh, get his head over the top of the counter on the set, but they also have to have a place to hang his bag, okay, which is a little bit, you know, unseemly. But uh, he's a good guy, and Bob Weaver, a great guy. And the good news is, though, you'll be pleased to know this. I think it was in Jicka's, uh, well, I don't know where I read it. But uh, Weaver's still getting paid. Wait a minute, you know, wait a minute, this is on Channel 7 right when now. When you care about it. I would say love, and then everyone say that you're a faggot. Well, I'm not. Channel 7 the moment. We just yeah. didn't know. And? And nothing. Just checking. Bob Weaver's still getting paid. Well, that's good. That, that, that is good. We're happy about that. In fact, if he can uh, not have to work and get paid, although, again, after all of those years, they sent him out to pasture. I, I don't understand what's wrong with you, Grey Robbers. I know the business sucks. I know it's just the most heartless, cruel, obnoxious, 
uh, money grubbing, grabbing, especially this place. It's like that Emerald Coast spot. Mm-hmm. I know that there's some new stuff in there that we had in the last piece of copy, and there were some other problems with that copy that said this is the last weekend for something, and the spot was supposed to run for three weeks. Well, how's that possible? So I had them uh, fax me a new piece of copy, but they don't put the new stuff in there. See, this is the way it is now with these word processors. They, they take and change a line, and then they just print out the rest of whatever was there before. You know, you know the uh, sham that they do with that? Sure. And we just we just don't care, and it, it saddens me because you know uh, we're here to do a job for people. I, I don't just mean uh, you know I'm not just saying that gratuitously, but if somebody's going to spend their money and support your show, uh, they expect you to do a job for them, not just uh, a piece of. See, with our sales department, it's just a piece of paper with words on it. That that's all it is. Just like Gary Sarner with that first the Voom TV copy that we got from that agency is. That that was an, a humiliation that they got uh, horrendous. I can't describe what a piece of crap that was. Hey, they're bitter about that piece of paper with words on it. What does that mean? That more work than they ought to be doing as far well, as Well, too stinking bad, okay? You're a bunch of lazy, uh, order-writing, order... Uh, anybody can do that. They're just order-takers. Just like Todd Dreck back there with his own in-house boiler room that he's got going back there, and then they drive him over there to Naples to honor him as the top... Su- oh, brother, top uh, sales guy in the uh, outfit. Brother, you people in the Beasley organization, man, you don't know which side is up. I'll tell you that right now. Anyway, that takes care of the first four. I'm getting off on that sales department again. I don't want to do it because I do it all the time, and they're not going to change. It's like the thing with that poll I just took. It's never going to change. You can scream about it and yell and carry on like crazy, and that ain't going to change. Jeff says, I've got a few poll suggestions. He came up with these on 595. What makes... Uh, generally, probably by... <laughs> Tag number. Wow. What specialty tags got the most self-centered drivers? I like that. Those so-called vanity plates. Why? Why do we have those? Vanity. It's the same you thing. Just said it. No, but why? Why do we allow that? I know why we have the one about the support life oh. because uh, Jeb Bush wants to be the he wants to be the preacher of the state, not the governor. That's an extra revenue stream. The vanity plates. Oh, I see a revenue stream. Yes. Is that the same stream that's going on Josh Beckett's hands? Let's see, beside a fish, which bumper sticker or uh, add-on accessory makes you avoid a vehicle at all costs? Yeah, the, the ones that have the little animal on the back, whether it's a dog or a cat with the little the little moving head, you know, with the eyes, I avoid them. I, I, get, I pull off the oh, road. Oh, that's nothing. You see the rear windows full of stuffed animals so you can't yeah. even see through it? Which is, by the way, highly illegal, highly against the law. It's the law, okay? I better redo that. I don't, I don't like the way I bleep that. It's five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. What South Florida TV personnel needs to retire next? I haven't voted yet, so I have no idea. But I'm sure Rick Sanchez. Nobody can touch Rick. Let's see. Cast my vote, and just by magic, like I said, cast my vote. Rick Sanchez nineteen <laughs> out of the first twenty nine. Angela Ray, three. Tony Cigaretto, two. Spilkey's Naray, two. Elliot Rodriguez got a pair and one for poor little Bob Mayer. Hey, listen, I guarantee if Bob's get the same deal that Weaver got, if they'll pay him not to work, I'm sure he'll take that right now. But why wouldn't they, like, uh, not only let Weaver say goodbye, but why wouldn't they honor him? Why wouldn't they have, like, a special, right. you know what I'm saying? Because they're bastards like the Ranieri thing you were talking about. Yeah, because you people in this business, Bob Green, there's a real good one for you, a real hot one. Oh, yeah, I'll take care of George. I'll take care of George. Yeah, you sure did. Liar, little liar, little phony, little twerp. Who the hell are you kidding? Mustachioed geek. 
And how long did he and our good friend Cheryl know that they were dumping IOD, that Cox Broadcasting was selling it to Paxson, but didn't tell us about it? Oh, here, now this is cute. There's one that says, Dwight Lauderdale must die so that others may live. <laughs> but tell us how you really feel. Dwight Lauderdale. Yeah, he just ain't the same anymore since he can't talk about eating on the air, you know. Chitlins. Now, since he shaved off the mustache, it's kind of like that Hercules thing, you know, or Samson. Samson, yeah. Like I said, David Samson. In fact, I knew there was something wrong when I was in town. When I turn on Channel 10 News, and there's Dwight without the mustache. This is a while back, and he looks in the camera and says, We did it! I knew there was something wrong. <laughs> five six seven oh five sixty pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got a uh, suggestion for retirement. Go right ahead. Hello? Yes. I'm listening to you, yes. yeah. Um, sorry, I'm Michelle. Michelle Gillen. Michelle Gillen, that's a fine choice. She uh, she should have been gone a long time ago. Her and uh, I, I hate to say it, but she should have been there with ambition. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's bad. That's really bad. Sandy's jealous about that. I, although I can see maybe Michelle doing a documentary about Ann Bishop's body. <laughs> what? Oh, Ann's body disappeared. We're not really sure whether Sandy uh, absconded with it or it was Dwight. I'm not really sure. Well, we'll get her so, on the story. See what she Michelle Gillen. See, this is part of the deal, what always happens in South Florida, and that is that the rejects, the people who make it to the big time and there for about five minutes. Like Mr. Ego. Remember, he was on WABC in New York for about how many uh, minutes? About 30, man. That was the end of that. In fact, that happened while we were at IOD. You were there. Mm-hmm. Mr. Ego, Mr. Kane goes to New York to the big time, to WABC, and he was there for like about, I don't know, five and a half hours. And that, that was, was the end of that. That was big news at the station, if I recall. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, they had to bring in Stan Major. Now, let me ask you, Milky Way, uh, light or dark? Dark. Always dark. Anybody buy a new watch lately, a good watch? Matter of fact. <laughs> Poor Stan, man. Stan is on the talk show Death Watch for speaking of watch. At any rate, well, he sure died in IOD, I'll tell you that. So Mr. Eagle went to New York for about two minutes and came back, uh, sucking around for a job. Wound up on the light bulb for quite a while. And then we had uh, Angela Ray went off to New York for about uh, seven or eight minutes, and they laughed her ass right back to town. And the same with Michelle Gillen, who NBC had a dump off somewhere after that embarrassing, grotesque investigative report about... The Chevy trucks, wasn't that it, or was it Ford? I forget what it was. But whatever it was, it was totally bogus, and it was butchered and botched, and they got their ass sued, and she just screwed up big, big time. Michelle Gillen. And then she came back as the breathless investigative reporter who was going to undo and expose all the ills of society, and yada, yada, yada. She's another fag hag, by the way, you know? No, I had no idea. Oh, you didn't know that? She was she was real tight with Alice Rantel back in the day. She's a real fag hag, Michelle. At I any rate... See. Oh, she'll get a few votes. Elliot Rodriguez must go now. Oh! Yeah, bye bye, Elliot. Oh! Go see Elion. All right, we'll pack you a, 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 a what are the media noche. Oh! Get out of here. Man, he is nauseating. Just dripping with it. You know what I mean? No. With what? Ask Josh Beckett. Twelve minutes past noon. Oh, speaking of that, join the QM in the real yellow pages. 
from Bell South today, now till 1 o'clock. Well, I want Josh to get some people to come out there. At the Beauty Schools of America at 1176 Southwest 67th Avenue in Miami. Stop by to pick up tickets to pick up tickets to an upcoming Marlins home game with uh, Josh Cordes. And maybe Josh uh, Cordes will be peeing on his hands out there because his name is Josh, too, huh? We're just joshing. That, that's a, they were talking about that on our air this morning. No. Does that show you how desperate they are? Nobody What's wants to talk about logic? the Marlins now because uh, they went on the road and they lost three in a row to the Reds. They got swept, so all, they're off that bandwagon real fast for the time being. Even though they're still in first place by two games, they're like seven over 500. Nobody cares about that. Nobody certainly wants to talk about the Panthers or the Stanley Cup Finals. Game number uh, five tonight in Tampa. Anybody care about that? No. No, in fact, nobody anywhere cares about that. Worst series, the worst finals uh, since last year. Just terrible. Just awful. Coma-inducing. Calgary, my ass. Anyways, your company is suffering from regulations and increased labor costs. Let Oasis Outsourcing help you when it comes to the people side of your business. Payroll administration, Fortune 500 company employee benefits, human resource services, and risk management are just a few of the services that Oasis Outsourcing can cover to help your business be more profitable. Call Oasis Outsourcing today for a free evaluation at 1-866-AT-OASIS. That's 1-866-286-2747. To think of Castronova talking about other people using his material, that's got to be the hoot of the century. With more than 60,000 employees worldwide, Oasis Outsourcing understands the many facets of human resource management. Outsourcing is being recognized by firms large and small as a powerful management choice, which lets you focus on your core business while leaving all those pain-in-the-ass operational details to Oasis Outsourcing. So let Oasis Outsourcing make your business more profitable. For a free evaluation, call them at 1-866-AT-OASIS. That's 1-866-286-286. 2747 for Oasis Outsourcing. We are Sports Radio 560. QAM. I would love to keep you all to myself. Coming this Christmas from Bogus Industries. It's the I Can Drive Like Rick Sanchez board game. It's a real-life action-adventure game that uses the streets of South Florida as a game board. Start begins at concession stand A of Joe Robbie Stadium, where each contestant has to drink himself to oblivion. Whoever gets the highest blood alcohol level first goes on to level number two. They run down a pedestrian and a haul-ass home section of the game. This leaves board game police baffled, and each player must come up with a different excuse to go home and get his license. Then it's off to the final leg of the board game. Hire an attorney, go to court, and whoever gets off with the easiest sentence wins. It's hours of fun for the whole family. The I Can Drive Like Rick Sanchez board game. Thanks, Polly Boy. It's a 12-17. Boy, he's sure getting a lot of air here today, you know, and he can use all the help he can. Paul Castronova, Paul and old Ron, they're on Big 105.9 in the morning. Boy, it's pretty weak. Now, what's, uh, I, now that we got Miguel there, he can tell us all about Lex and Luther and uh, Terry. <laughs> right? Well, you're supposed to be our in-house monitor. You monitor all these other morning shows. Yes, I do. And have you heard Lex and Luther and Terry? Can't take it anymore. Oh, that good, huh? Yeah. Rednecky Advice Show is the only thing that I've got on it so far. Just, uh, crap. Just Yahoo. That's all. <laughs> so, in other words, the people who are not uh, intellectual enough to listen to Ron and Ron, these are the people who listen to Lex and uh, Luther and Terry. This is a good one for the poll. I say, I, I say these with a lot of sadness because there are people on this poll I like. And here's one of them. Kelly, I'm not Sally Struthers Craig, it says on here. Oh, that's bad. Yeah. That's good. 
Come on, Kelly, lose an ounce or two. Oh. Would you please, sweetheart? We'd like to keep you around for a while. She had the kid there, uh, what, about how many years ago? About 30, man. And, uh, you know, after a while, that stops being a good excuse anymore, you know? Who yeah. am I to talk? But she just ballooned up, and she just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And right. Like she's going to explode right there on your screen. I remember the day we used to say she was hot. Yeah, uh, she's a great person. I mean, we love mm-hmm. Kelly. She's, uh, you know, one of the few people in the media actually likes us. Not but, anymore, uh, I guess. Huh? <laughs> oh, yes, she does. Don't say that. She she knows. She's got mirrors in the house. Are you sure? She ain't no Bella Lugosi. She's got a mirror or two around the house. She's seen. But, uh, yeah, she became a monster in the industry, and that's really kind of a sad thing. Kelly Craig. And Bob Mayer I like a lot. Bob's a good guy. Make no mistake about it. So he's two feet tall. In fact, he looks up to you, George. What South Florida TV personality needs to retire next? Rick Sanchez, 47 out of our first 81 votes. <coughs> Tony Cigaretto, 9. Spilkies Naray, 9. Angela Ray, 6. See, the only problem with this poll is it's kind of like self-limiting, isn't it? I mean, how many people we got? How many people are on TV in South Florida? About 30, man. I don't know, but yeah. we'll have them all on before, too. Although Kelly Craig wants me to extend the best uh, thanks to, even though he's not with us anymore, Dave Game, because the people had to go out and buy, like, extra big TV sets when Dave was on the air. Now they can watch and enjoy Kelly Craig. That's bad. Remember Dave Game? Sure. What happened to him? Exploded. Angela Ray 6, Elliot Rodriguez 3. He is... Incredible. Man. I- I'll tell you, they got a good news anchor on Channel 4. What's his name, the guy with the glasses? Mm-hmm. What's his Nobody name? Nobody knows? I don't know these people's names. I-, I know. See, that's the sad part of it is... Nobody knows. And Steve Waller was good. Is he still there? Or is he know. the one they replaced? Why bother learning their names? They're going to be gone in five minutes. <laughs> just, just read the news. I don't okay. care who they are. Michelle Gillen's got three, Dwight Lauderdale two, Bob Mayer two, and Kelly Craig don't have any. But, I mean, we used to have people that you knew their names. See, this is the difference. This is what else has happened to the media in South Florida. I mean, how many news anchors besides silly Tony Cigaretto and Dwight Lauderdale who've been there for a long time? But other than that, how many do you really know, who, like you said, what their names are? The weather people. I'm down there last time, and I'm looking on the weather, and who, who are these people? Where does uh, Miss Norcross get all these little fruitcakes he runs around finding, huh? Well, well, you can imagine. I ain't saying nothing. Duff will tell you. But, I mean, where the hell are they finding these people? We used to have, and then John Hambrick was great. He was too good for the market, though. Too good for Channel 6, which is now Channel 4, I don't know, whatever it was. John Hambrick was great. And isn't this kid now doing uh, some stuff on one of the, on 4 or 6? I don't know. He is. Something handbrick. I don't know. Handbone. Handball. How many, how many, uh, Ralph Rennick. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back now. Yeah. No, well, I'm serious, but I mean, all the years that I've been there, used to know these people were, it meant something. They were, so they, they had Jim Brosmer. You don't right. remember Jim Brosmer, do you? Sure I do. I was a little kid down here. Right. Jim Brosmer was good. And then he got screwed over, too. Del Frank. Remember Del Frank? No, I remember Del Shannon. Del Frank was great newsman. He worked in uh, Washington, D.C. He came down like a lot of other people to kind of like semi-retire, and uh, he went on Channel 4 like the uh, same time Rennick was there. That was some news to, uh, back when 4 was 6 or 6 was whatever it was. We had some news people, even big bold dikey Ann Bishop, man. She uh, she didn't take any crap from anybody. Ann Bishop, you know, the whole deal with her. She People knew who she was. Now you got that cross-eyed, uh, what's her name on there, on Channel 10. Kelly Kruger looks a little like Freddy Kruger. Isn't that her? Christy Kruger, I'm sorry. <laughs> the cross-eyed one. Now, did you ever see her and Freddy Kruger together? No. Same person. Cross-eyed bitch. 
WQAM, hello. Hey, man, tell Neil that's uh, Rob Hanrahan. Is that the guy on oh, four? Yeah, Hammerhand. Yeah, he's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, that's the guy on uh, Rob Hanrahan. That's him on Channel uh, 4 now. He, yeah, he's okay. But he, he was on Channel 7, you know. Well, he was? Yeah, that guy was on Channel 7. Well, I never watched Channel 7, so I'd never know. Thanks a lot, yeah. Pally. Rob Hanrahan. Don't put him on the list. I mean, we're just, you know, we're just emoting about the various people around here. And he's, I think he's good. He's a good anchor. Steve Oler was good. I think that he's gone. And then the awful people, the, uh, the embarrassing people, they just, uh, keep coming back like a bad penny, like Angela Ray. <laughs> now, these people just died in a terrible crash. <laughs> I mean, Angela, who the hell are you kidding, honey? And how the hell did you get that job in New York? Man, oh man, oh man, oh Shevitz. President Bush has consulted an outside lawyer in case he needs to retain him in the grand jury investigation of who leaked the name of a covert CIA operative last year. Valerie Plame. There's no indication that Bush is a target of the leak investigation, but the president decided that in the event he needs an attorney's advice, he would retain him. White House spokeswoman Claire Buchan said. Joseph Wilson, Valerie Plame's husband, charges that Plame's cover was blown as payback for his challenge to President Bush's claim in last year's State of the Union address that Saddam Hussein was actively shopping for uranium to build una bomba. Saddam Hussein has been trying to buy uranium for Africa, Mr. Bush said in the January 28, 2003 address where he lied through his teeth and has a lot of practice. Wilson has pointed fingers at the vice president's office and the president's political director, Carl Rove, in his recent book claiming Rove told a reporter that Wilson's wife is fair game. The Justice Department assigned a special team of investigators to the case last fall, demanded thousands of emails, other correspondence from the White House, and has either interviewed or brought before the grand jury several high-ranking officials. Cheney done it. If there's anything bad, Cheney done it. If it's Chalabi, just remember the CH factor, okay? Chalabi, Cheney. Okay. Anything with a CH. Got it? All right. Chondalisa. Exactly. Same difference. 5670560, oh, China. Pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. What South Florida TV need, personnel needs to retire next? WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I got a person for your poll. Yes. Alicia Lane from Channel 6. Alicia? Lane. L-A-N-E. Lane? Never Lane. heard of her. What does she do? She's a news broadcaster. Of sorts. Okay, thanks, Pally. You know who that is? Never heard of her. She's I didn't either. You do? Nothing wrong with her. But he he doesn't like her, okay? I'm not asking. Oh, put her on. It's fine. But, but at least you know who it is. Yes. I don't. I, let's see. Channel six. I don't watch Channel six news. Even Blockhead, my good friend Joe Rose, good guy. But I, I don't. I don't want to watch their news. Their news is awful. And in fact, I'll I'll give you another one right now myself. If nobody else wants to put it on there, Jennifer Sloppy Veloppy. Okay. Talking about a gigantic ego, just run amok, out of control. I want a limo to drive me to the office and back every day. Yeah, I'll give you a limo right, right out of town. The hell are you kidding? Uppity bitch. Just like Eric Idle says, uppity bitch. Only he says it better than I can say it. What a joke. Her and Tony Cigaretto, when they, when they built those new studios out there for Channel uh, 6, demanding limousines to drive them to work and bring them home every day. Hey, how many L's in Velopi? As many as you want to make. Three. Rick Sanchez, man, look at that. Boy, do they, Rick, they hate you. Even Greg Bedell never got the kind of hate that they have for you. How's Greg Bedell doing, by the way? Is he still around? How's he doing what? Life. <laughs> I don't know. What South Florida TV personnel needs to retire next? Retire, Rick. 
Retire. 104 votes, and Rick Sanchez has 62 of them. He's got 60% of all the votes. That's staggering. But I predicted it. Tony Cigaretto, Spilkey's the Ray, they have nine apiece. Same person, by the way. Angel Ray, eight. Michelle Gillen, five. Dwight Lauderdale, four. Elliot Rodriguez, four. Bob Mayer, three. And Kelly Craig don't have any. Everybody likes Kelly. You, we, you ought to apologize. I like Kelly. For calling her a fat tub. That was terrible. I like her. Calling her like Dave Game Jr. <laughs> Thirty-one at five sixty WQ. I mean, once upon a time, whatever happened to Walter Cronice with the bow ties? I give up. What happened? Go to other markets and like you can go back to Detroit. And there was Bill Bonds on WXYZ for a hundred years. There was Jack and Marilyn Turner on WWJ Channel Four for four hundred years. You go to Pittsburgh. There was uh, the guy with a bow tie also. What that was his name? The sports guy in Pittsburgh on KDK TV. I don't know, but his catalogs are showing up here in my mailbox. Oh. And that's bad. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. Bill, somebody will know, the uh, sports anchor from KDKA in Pittsburgh, Bill uh, Curry. I think that's it. Really? Yeah. What a memory. He was great. You see, these are people that had some personality, that, like uh, Dave Duvall that does the weather here on CFTO in Toronto. He's been there for uh, 80 years, I think. You're used to that. People are creatures of habit. And then all of a sudden they start putting all these uh, walking Barbie dolls, these bobblehead doll type interchangeable uh, part people. And who the hell cares about them? Here's a good fact, though. Here's some good news. Sharon Osbourne on her show today bashed Rush Limpag, calling him a bigot liar, other degrading comments. It was awesome. Go, Sharon, go. You go, girl. Oh! Or whatever you are. That's good news. Rip that hypocritical yes, ass. Indeed. I don't hate her as much now. Yeah. You hate Sharon Osbourne based I... on what? Just because she's disgusting? No, she um she jacked up the the cost she for what? the bands. She raised the cost for the bands to perform on the second stage during Ozfest, shutting out a lot of up and coming bands. That yeah, I know that. To pay her fees. That was so, bad. Yeah, She's a bitch. Bad. She is. She can rip rush, and we don't need her to rip rush. We can all do that. But anyway, you go, Sharon. Do your thing. U.S. frantic to soften harsh language in U.S. rights report in on Iraq. This is a pretty embarrassing. Of course, we got a lot of embarrassment lately, especially at Abu Ghraib. The U.S. is scrambling to soften allegedly harsh and inflammatory criticism of the U.S.-led coalition in Iraq that is expected to be contained in a U.N. human rights report to be released this week, U.S. officials said. They're scrambling. The officials said U.S. diplomats are lobbying for language in a report from the U.N. High Commissioner for Human Rights to be toned down. 
in a bid to prevent a new firestorm of controversy over the mistreatment of Iraqi detainees by U.S. troops at the notorious Abu Ghraib prison outside Baghdad. The final version of the report is to be released tomorrow at the U.N. Human Rights Headquarters in Geneva. Is that New York or Switzerland? And Washington fears that without changes, its publication could complicate efforts to secure passage of a new U.N. Security Council resolution on Iraq, the official told AFP, on condition of anonymity. The resolution is critical to securing support for the interim Iraqi government taking power June and for further detailing the mandate of the U.S.-led multinational force to remain in the country after that date. What we're looking at in the draft is strong anti-U.S. and inflammatory language that was written before we even got a chance to submit its own, our own information, one official said. What we're looking for is a more balanced approach. They try to, like, uh, water it down, as, uh, water down the truth. Kind of like the version of the news that the American public gets eventually. A little watered down crap. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. Our second poll of the day. I don't think either one is all that great, to be honest with you. Although thanks to the caller who called this one in, he's probably pretty excited about it. You know, well, that's a good idea. No, it is a good idea. I just I don't know. What South Florida TV personality needs to retire next? Who is the weather guy? Oh, that's the weather guy on KDK in Pittsburgh. That's who I'm trying to think of. If I can think of that, then I want $80 million in cash and small bills right now. There was a really, really bizarre weather guy. What the hell? Somebody will know. Fax it in. Call it in. The weather guy from back in the day when the men were men and women were. Bill Curry was doing the sports with his bow ties, and there was a weather guy, and they also had Myron Cope on there doing the sports, too. 145 votes. Rick and by the way, uh, Mo, you ain't no Myron Cope. Rick Sanchez or Johnny Most, not even close to Johnny Most. Next time you rip Johnny Most, I'm going to come in there and rip your piece off, okay? I'll come back to town, rip off your hairpiece next time you rip Johnny Most. You couldn't shine Johnny Most shoes. Rick's what? <laughs> I'm just thinking we got a hundred bucks for the bounty on that muskrat, so you can collect yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. You can get a hell of a shoe shine for a hundred bucks. Rick Sanchez, 87. They want you to retire, Rick. They want you out now. Out of 151, he's got 58% of the vote. Spilke's in array, 14. What's the one? How about Marilyn Mitzel? How come nobody okay. mentioned her yet? With the green cat eyes, huh? Marilyn yeah. Mitzel, boy. She is nasty, nasty. She's, See, the thing with Channel yeah. 7 is they put people out there who are really offensive right. to look at, Bothersome. and then they hyperventilate and get all whipped up into a frenzy, and that's what people like, I guess. I don't... That's why they think Jackie Johnson's so hot, because all these other broads they put on there are just absolute skanks. Man. And I don't care what you say about Jackie Johnson. She is so overrated that there's, I can't even begin to tell you. Oh, she's overrated, but still. Oh, yeah, oh, she's still got the right parts. I know. <laughs> okay. She, uh, to hear some of these guys carry on about Jackie Johnson, you think that she was a combination of Sophia, uh, Sophia Loren, Gina Lola Brigida, and uh, uh, somebody. Spilkey's number 14, Tony Cigaretto 13, Angela Ray 8, Dwight Lauderdale 7, Bob Mayer's got 7. Poor little Bob, come on, lay off a little Bobby Mayer. He never stole a freight train, he's a good Jewish boy that sits on 15 phone books. That's a true story, by the way, that uh, he sits on a phone book to you know, make him high enough. I just yeah, made it up. I do something else to get high enough. Michelle Gillen, 6 for Michelle. See, once you, once somebody changes the way you pronounce their name, then you know they're a real hole, okay? Yeah. Tony Dorsett. When he was Tony Dorsett, he was okay. Tony Dorsett, as soon as he started pronouncing his name that way, whole. Michelle Gillen, although she was always the same fag-hag bitch. Michelle. It's Michelle Gillen. Six people want you out today by by uh, 1 o'clock, Michelle. Elliot Rodriguez, 5. Kelly Craig, 2. Poor Kelly. 
Jennifer Vallopi, too. She's got a pair. And Alicia Lane has got none. And Miguel says there ain't nothing wrong with Alicia Lane. Nope. Is she kin to Lois? Nathan. WQAM, hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, sir. Pat, Pat Singleton. The crazy Pat Singleton? He's what? It's the crazy weatherman. You were no. trying to get his name, Pat Singleton. No, not even close. No, yeah, it was. Oh, no, it wasn't. Oh, there was another one. Anyway. Well, hey, think, think of the other one and call me back. That's not even close to whoever they got. Because as soon as somebody would say it, I would know it immediately. See, every market, every major market had its very famous people. Like uh, you go to Hawaii, and doing the sports was Les Kider, who was 175 years old with one eye like all patched up. But there was Les Kider. He used to be the greatest boxing announcer. Even Mo, I think, might agree with that. Les Kider was great. Down goes Ingo! Whatever the hell it was. Uh, Ingo what? Johansson and Floyd Patterson. You heard me. Something about a dingo? Yeah, down goes the dingo. I mean, it was no Howard Cosell. Down goes Frazier! I shouldn't be talking about Howard Cosell. Dave Johnson will get upset. But uh, Les Kider. And, and you know what I'm talking about? Every market had its... Uh, they were like fixtures. Right? Yeah, fixtures. What the hell do you know? You've never been anywhere. You've been in like Bozeman, Montana, and somewhere in right. Jersey and Trenton or somewhere. And that's, that's, you know, that's it. I visited Newark. Boy, I can't believe I can't think of the name of the weather guy on uh, KDKA. That, if somebody doesn't call in or fax it in today before 2 o'clock, that's going to drive me crazy. going to drive me up the wall. Very, very notorious. Just a wild man, you know. Which is what the weather people... Uh, and whatever happened to uh, Walter Cronice and his bow ties? He's probably dead. And uh, the other guy, Dick uh, from Channel 4, the old Channel 4? They used yeah. to work with Weaver? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, the hell you don't. Dick Fennell. Oh. They even made invented seeds after him. You probably just picked a right. couple of those this no, morning. I just heard you talking about him. Dick Fennell. He used to be the booth announcer. He was the he was the voice of the station on Channel 4. Back, or, I, used to, well, I can't even figure out where the hell it was, you know, when Rennick was there. WQM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I'd like to switch gears for a minute if I could. Shifty gears? Yeah. Um, do you think that Junior Seau has merged with the great one now to... WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. First of all, kudos and congratulations to you and the gang down there on your website. Just a great job on your website. Even Eric, we sent along our best to Eric. We used to be a yeah, I, urge, uh, I, I talked to George a couple weeks ago, and I, I, I'll urge everyone again to go to the website and click on the uh, news and article icon there and get a real rude awakening to what's exactly going on in this country. It's actually pretty scary. But uh, secondly, uh, you or George recommended a book regarding uh, the Bible being a bunch of uh, bubble mices and all that. And I, I can't remember what it was. Da Vinci's Code or Breaking Da Vinci's Code? Which, yeah, which the, one was the da it? Just the Da Vinci Code, right. I haven't oh, read it. It's, it's a, it's a novel. It's going to be a movie. but uh, and It's it a novel colors. or a movie, but evidently debunks the whole biblical uh, bull crap. Yeah, I... Uh, I went to the books, but they got like three of them out there. I couldn't decipher from even reading the inside. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the best book to the, the, uh, the debunk okay. the uh, Bible. The best ahead, book. Please. It's ahead. the Bible. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm serious. No, I'm I serious. know. I, well, my, my, my boy's been spending some time with uh, my mother-in-law, and he's been coming home wearing a cross on a necklace and asking questions about where the first human came from and all that. And I, you know, I... I thought I'd pick the book up and maybe hand it to her and you listen, know, say, hey, listen. you know, open your eyes and open listen. your brain here. Get him pen's guide to the Bible. Yeah, right. No, seriously, what was the book, Da Vinci's Code? Listen. George is trying to tell you something, and he's you're and not it's, listening. And it's something you can give to a kid because it's got little cartoon pictures in it. How, how old is the kid? 
He's only six years old. Well, there, this is perfect then. Ken's Guide to the Bible by Ken, Ken, by Ken Smith. Ken's Guide to the Bible. Yes. All right. Where can he get that? I Middle, mean, anywhere. You know, I've never gone. I've never gone on my way to tell him. Blast oh, books. God, you know, well, straighten him out before it's too late, man. Older, straighten his ass out before Father O'Toole does, okay? It only costs eight bucks. Greg Mudell is on mornings on WJNA 6:40 a.m. Says this fax. Oh my God! I stumbled on him trying to get away from Mo and Gildy. Ah. <laughs> Gregory Benjamin Mudell, the most overrated uh, mediocre human being in the history of South Florida media, if you ask me. Poor Greg. I, I probably shouldn't say that because he'll take it personal. That's why I said it. Live, live and local. How's uh, Phil the Bugman doing? They're all great, Monty Python, but he, Eric Idolemy, was always my favorite. He's just uh, incredible. I, I liked Graham Chapman, the guy that died. Well, he's dead, though. Yeah, he is. I, I like them all, but uh, to me, right. uh, you know, and John, John Cleese was great, huh? Sure, he was hysterical. But uh, Eric Idle, something about him. He was anyway. Good. You'll be pleased to know that uh, Bob Cosman, that name just now, this is how many years since I've been in Pittsburgh? About I don't know. 30, man. A zillion years. And Bill Curry with a bow tie, and Bob Cosmo was the weather guy back when KDKA was like a really, and maybe it still is, I guess it probably still is, the dominant TV station in the market. How could you possibly remember something like that? But then again, when you can remember like Franklin Sears driving uh, Felix Forbes in the eighth race at Hazel Park and winning by six open lengths. I mean, they're, they're just... There are things in my mind that I want out of there that I have no use for, but they will not go. You know what I mean? I know ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did it to uh, to what's the Sheridan on Passions, and it worked like uh, magic. And by the way, anybody else watching Passions getting a little bit sick and tired of these uh, pirate uh, stories? Yes. Oh, brother, talk about going through the doldrums of summer. Get some new scriptwriters in there, please. AP editors were forced to retract an earlier report that a meteorite might have hit near Olympia, Washington this morning. Oh, my God. After discovering that a source, one Bradley Hammermaster, claiming to be an astronomy professor, had perpetrated a hoax. An early report that a meteor might have tur hit turned out to be false, said AP spokesman Jack Stokes. It looks like a version of the story was killed because it talked about a meteorite hitting. He said AP was reviewing how the error occurred. I think it happened because somebody there was <laughs> stupid. The original story, which AP released at 7.03 this morning, stated that someone identified as Bradley Hammermaster and purported to be a University of Washington astronomy instructor had told Cairo Radio, K-I-R-O in Seattle, that a piece of meteor about the size of a small car had just hit, hit before 3 a.m. The radio station also quoted the man as saying a team was being assembled ahead for an area where the object was believed to have hit near the tiny southwestern Washington community of Chehalis at the palace. The version was picked up by dozens of news sites, most of which later deleted the hammer. You know who I hear was uh, writing the meteor? Oh, Catherine Harris. Uh, not what I was going to say. Oh. Duff? No, I The bogus report followed genuine reports of bright lights being seen, uh-oh, along a 60-mile stretch of the Puget Sound, which National Weather Service and U.S. Coast Guard officials were investigating as either a streaking meteor or other outer space activity. Better get our fell online, outer space activity. Uh-oh. An advisory by the AP sent out at 7.23 this morning stated the AP story, Meteorite Washington, has been eliminated. The identity of the source of the story cannot be confirmed. Later versions of the AP story revealed the hoax. A hoax. 
No one by the name of Hammermaster is known to be in the astronomy department, and the description given by the caller of the station of the object, an automobile-sized piece of a small car from a piece of the larger trialing meteor, was clearly bogus. But don't let that confuse the A&P man. They're pissed off because more people are shopping at Kroger. Five six seven oh five sixty. I can't believe that Bob Kudzma. Just that's scary to me. That bothers me a lot. I mean, I well, wanted to know the name, you. but the it's fact good. that, huh? It's good that your mind hasn't gone yet. <laughs> More little shots there. Just wait till you're old and feeble in about six or seven months. You'll yeah. see. I'm gonna beat you. Now here's one. It says, "Oh yeah, here we go. Here's the real winner of the. I'm so glad you sent me this fax. Thank you, Alex." This is absolutely the answer. Ike Siemens. Good God. Also, what happened to Al Sunshine and his ham hocks? Is he gone, Al Sunshine? I can only pray. No. He's still there. He's still sure. waving it. Yeah. Hockey. But funny that he, uh, old Ike Siemens, who's one of the, just a hack, just a hack, a total sellout. He turned himself into a pawn of Mickey Harrison back during that silly arena, that, that thing. What a clown you are. Ike Siemens, man. Silly old goofball. It says, I bet if you do the poll tomorrow about a South Florida radio person that needs to retire, well, Howard will get 100% of the vote. No, I'd get a bunch. Retire! We've already done that. Do we want to do that? I don't care. Don't bother me none. Yeah, let's do that tomorrow. So I wish South Florida radio personality ought to retire. I bet you Castronova get a few votes. Let's see. Here's Stuttering Gill says, today's poll, Lonnie Quinn. NBC six. See, they're they're they've been conditioned now to saying NBC six. Well, nobody says CBS four. Nobody says ABC ten. But NBC six morning weatherman question mark very arrogant. Lonnie Quinn got it. Got I wonder it. if that's Lonnie Quinn, medicine guy. That's what Stuttering Gill says down at Homestead. Good luck to you, Stuttering Gill. You're okay in my book. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. And for I'm so glad we changed the poll. You know. Yeah, this is more fun. Well, yeah, because the other stuff is, uh, it's just a given, you know, the uh, Spanish right. language. Those people that want to listen, it's a free country uh, to a point. Although I will say that starting on Monday, you can't listen to any more stations that don't broadcast in English. I just decided. Wouldn't that be great? Well, let's start a different language and broadcast in that. I still say that, like, back back in the day when I first started in this market at KAT, they used to have a separate, there were there were two different things. There was the day book, there was a Broward book, right. separate. Right, and, that's good. And there was a separate ethnic book. Right. And that's the way it should be, because sure. advertisers who want to, you know, you might have a 20 share. But if you have uh, nobody listening but uh, pygmies out of this uh, three feet tall, those people aren't going to be buying elevator shoes. Well, they will be buying elevator shoes, whatever they're going to be buying. You see what I'm saying? They're yep. not going to be buying, like, uh, big cars. It's a better way to target your demographic. Exactly. There you go. advertising tool. Exactly. Ike Siemens, man, he just make, he makes me angry. He, because he's a fool. He's a clown. He's a silly person. He's an embarrassment. He's okay. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. I haven't been on the East Coast in a, uh, in a few, in a, in a few years, but is Big Fat Dave game, um, still on the air? Uh, not here. Oh, I we thought he was, wasn't it? Dave game <laughs> on the air here? He hasn't been on the air here for a long time. Well, see, that's how long it's been since I've been over there, but he should retire anyway. Okay, thanks. I think he's dead. How could we find that out? Somebody would call. Somebody would have to call because you could do a search on that. I don't think he's... He he was big, but not that big. You know what I mean? He wasn't big enough to be on the Internet. Maybe he was. I'm going to do it right now. Dave. Game. Okay, let's... 
Wait with bated breath. Let's get some of that uh, good stuff on. Dave's Game Room. Pete's Pinball Pages. Oh, I didn't put Petey Lenny in there. We put Dave Game in there. And by the way, Petey Lenny, your station didn't show up either in Dayton Broward. Whatever the hell his call letters are. See, this is the thing with Cheap Channel 2. That's another thing they do. You got WFTL, WFLL, WFELL. Uh, and nobody has any idea what the call letters are. That 850 thing in Palm Beach. Oh, Steve Lapa's going to put you guys right off the map. And uh, Norma Kent sending me emails and faxes uh, months and months ago. Oh, they're going all sports. Defoe was on there, yeah. Do they show up at all? No. Do, they don't even... Uh, see, because they're out of the market. They're at Palm Beach Station. So if you don't show up at all, uh, they don't even list you. I mean, at least Mr. Ego, his station is listed on there. And they just happen to have a oh, point oh. in the morning when he's on. Zero. Which means nobody's listening. No, seriously, stop exaggerating. What's the number? What's what number? His number. Steve? Yeah. Oh! Point. Oh! Okay. Or maybe it's... Oh! Point. Oh! Or maybe it's... Oh! Point. Oh! It's low. Rhymes with... Oh! Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. See, since uh, Blind Mike can't find that station on the dial anymore, they're in real trouble. <laughs> and since Ken Block uh, moved to another block, he moved a block further away. He can't hear it. WQAM, hello. Yes, hello. Yes, sir. Um, just want to let you know that Walt Cronite is alive. Come I on. Confirm that Walt Cronite is alive. Is he still in South Florida? I think it was in Broward County. They just did a story about, you know, kind of where where are they now kind of a thing. Right. Uh, just, just recently. So he is he is still around, uh, still wearing very loud shirts and uh, apparently doing fine. Well, thanks for the good news. There you are. See ya. Well, he's still alive, probably wearing a big bow ties. He was the weather guy at Channel 10 back in the day, and you don't remember him. I can't believe that. No, I remember his bow ties, though. Just the bow ties, but not him. Right. Well... He had like kind of a clown face, not not with any like makeup or anything. Just kind of a, a clown face that was just him. He was okay. He was like really old and funny, Duddy. And I don't think he was really all that old at that point. But he was just that was just his thing, you know. Some people, even when they're young, they're old and funny, Duddy. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Oh yeah, I'm sure him. Oh man. Wow. Can you imagine him as a young person? Not really. I think he was born with that piece of muskrat on his head. Kicking huh? it up, cutting loose. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine him cutting a few. I'll tell you that. And I just don't want to be there when it happens. Twelve fifty-seven at five sixty WQM with the heat of summer here. Now is a great time to get out of that car you've been driving and get yourself into a great new Toyota from Armstrong Toyota of Homestead on US one twenty minutes south of the eight thirty-six. They're worth the drive to save you thousands on great new Toyotas with rising gas prices. Maybe you want a car with more fuel economy. The legendary. I like the way you spell this, fat boy. The legendary Toyota Corolla can be yours for just eleven nine ninety, or lease it for just two oh nine a month. Need a great Toyota for that college or high school graduate? How about the Toyota Echo, lease priced at just $199? Need a truck? The V6 Toyota Tundra regular cab can be leased for just $239 a month. Looking for the hottest new cars around? Check out the Corolla XRS and Solera Convertible now in stock at Armstrong Toyota of Homestead. They're locally owned and operated. They'll just about stand on their head. They'll do anything to make sure you're a happy customer. And their service department's even open late till late weeknights to make sure your service work gets done. And keep in mind that Armstrong, Toyota of Homestead, was the first dealer to offer you free tires and batteries for life. Now they're the first to offer you free replacement parts for life. That's correct. Tires, batteries, and free parts for life. Nobody else nowhere does that. So say goodbye to those screaming, hollering, big hotshot uh, dealers who scream and holler in to get you in their dealership under phony pretense. See David Rich, the GM at Armstrong, Toyota of Homestead, today. 
Armstrong, Toyota of Homestead. They're at US 1 and 293rd Street in Homestead, just 20 minutes south of the 836. Drive a little and save a ton on that great new Toyota today, only at Armstrong, Toyota of Homestead. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Oh, boy. It's the 1 to 2 hour. Yeah. We are a unit that cares. And I'm saying care. The reason why I say care, because it's so hard to let things go when you care about it. When you care about it. I would say love, and then everyone say that you're a faggot. Well, I'm not. It's a special day here at Disney World. When the screening gays meet the rest of the girls in the closet no more. That's what gay day is for. It's a gay day after all. Absolutely. It's a day of fun when we wear red shirts and when we... You can hear the squirts, we can tickle and tease with our manicured goatees. It's a gay day after all. We'll be holding hands in adventure land and watch the Liza Manelli marching band. We'll make tourist street with a kiss on the cheek. It's a gay day after all. We can wear tight shorts made of gold lame and wear mascara like Billy Zane. We can mince away as we prance and sashay. It's a gay day after all. MGM will have a celebrity ball hosted by Rip Taylor and RuPaul. There'll be Mervyn Monty Rock, not to mention Pete LeCock. It's a gay day after all. 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 Baining. 102 at 560 WQM. That was his name, by the way, Pete Lecoq, first baseman. He was Peter Marshall's son from the Hollywood Square. Did you know that? I told oh, you that before. But I'm, sh- I'm sure you forgot. He was no Bob Kuzma, though, from KDKA. I, I I don't think I'm ever going to recover from remembering that. It's just, where did it come from? You know what I mean? It, it's Your not brain. like an easy name. I mean, Bill Curry, okay, well, that's a that's a piece of cake. You know, it's a simple name. But Bob Kudzma? How many people do you know named Kudzma? None. None. How many people do you know named Nabil Al-Marab? None. Well, here's a guy. That's his name. He was once in prison as the number 27 man on the FBI list of must-captured terror suspects. Guess what? He's free again. He's free despite telling a Jordanian informant he planned to die a martyr by driving a gasoline truck into a New York City tunnel, turning it sideways, opening its fuel valves, and having an Al-Qaeda operative shoot a flare to ignite a massive explosion. Free despite telling the FBI he had trained on rifles and rocket-propelled grenades at militant camps in Afghanistan, and after admitting he sent money to a former roommate convicted of trying to blow up a hotel in Jordan. Free despite efforts by prosecutors in Detroit and Chicago to indict him on charges that could have kept him in prison for years. Those... Uh, indictments were rejected by the Justice Department in the name of protecting intelligence. Even two judges openly questioned Al-Marab's terror ties. The indictments rejected by the Justice Department, who they were too busy probably covering up statues. The Bush administration in January deported Al-Marab to Syria, his home in a country the U.S. government long has regarded as a sponsor of terrorism. The quiet end to Al-Marab's case proves a, provides a stark contrast to other cases in which the Bush administration has held suspects without lawyers as enemy combatants. It also contrasts with terms FBI agents used to describe an internal documents obtained by the Associated Press. 
Almorab intended to martyr himself at an attack against the U.S. and FBI agent Rowe in December 2002. A footnote in Almorab's deportation ruling last year added, the FBI has been unable to rule out the possibility that Almorab is engaged in terrorist activity or will do so if he's not removed from the U.S. One FBI report summarized a high-level debriefing of a Jordanian informant that was conducted personally by the U.S. attorney in Chicago. The informant claimed Almorab told him of specific terrorist plans during their time in prison while Almorab was serving an eight-month sentence for entering the U.S. illegally. The whole story is on our website. It's just uh, nauseating. I think it's on our website, isn't it? Maybe it's not. I better check it out. I'll check it out, Eric. I'll get it to you, amigo. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Don't forget, join QM in the Marlins for a watch party. Everybody goes and gets a free watch. Not. It's a watch party. In other words, you sit around and you watch it. Right. Watch Starting at 6 tonight at the Davy Ale House, located off 595 in University. Stop by to win Marlin tickets other prizes from Billy the Marlin and the Mermaids. And watch the Marlins crush the Mets at the Davy Ale House. They're playing not in New York. They're playing right in the Ale House. And Josh Beckett's going to be, well, I can't tell you what he's going to be doing or where he's going to be doing it. <laughs> On his hands, I think. What South Florida TV personality needs to retire next before it's too late? 241 votes. Rick Sanchez, 133. Tony Segreto, 22. You're right on Rick's ass. Well, it's not close, but at any rate, you're in second place, Tony. They're getting real tired of your cornball crap, of your being a silly person. That's what you are. You're silly, Tony. You're a silly person. Even Campbell Martian had more credibility. He had none. Remember that? Yep. Boy, another another case of sports nerd turned news anchor. Hey, Poof, you're a news anchor. Well, based on what? Well, I don't know. we got to have somebody worse cheap. Campbell Martian. I felt sorry for him. He just couldn't cut it. Tony Cigaretto, 22. Spilkey's Nere, 18. Dwight Lauderdale, 17. Marilyn Mitzel. See, I told you old cat eyes would get some votes. She's got nine. She is disgusting. Angela Ray, 8. Bob Mayer, 8. And 8. And 8. Michelle Gillen. She's got the 7. Elliot Rodriguez, 6. Kelly Craig, 4. Now, see, if Kelly Craig had 8, I could have said 8 and 8 and 8. And eight. That would have been bad, though. We love you, Kelly. A lot of good. The fat people are the good people, Kelly. But don't forget, the fat people also are the dead people. Just ask George. He'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, I'll give you a list. Jennifer Vallopi for Lonnie Quinn's got three. I have no idea who that is. No. Is, is that but the, uh... I just sent you a fax from Michelle all about him. A fax from Michelle? See. No, not that Michelle. You have to be kidding me. This, this is the most shocking news I've ever heard in my life. Other than Walt Cronice is still alive, which we're glad to hear that, Walt. He never stole a freight train. I don't think he ever liked me, though. So, so many people in the South Florida media just didn't like me. I was too much of a big mouth. You know, they don't like that. Mm-hmm. And Bishop. In fact, oh, well, we know those stories. Oh, poison. Hated me. Hated me. Had memos up all over the walls. It was prohibited for any employee of the news department there to listen to the Neil Rogers show, or they'd be fired at it. Stuff like that. She was kind of like a female mo. Absolutely. Female? With a better, with better piece. Dave Game. Now, where did you get this other stuff? You just Because it's your writing. Eric and uh, it's on their website, but Eric's the one that found it. And then we got another fax about it, saying the same thing. Holy moly! Dave Game is the webmaster for the WFOR website. Oh my God! And senior producer, special projects also. All of these things for WFOR. Well, that's good news. Dave Game did not explode. He's not dead. He's just too big to get on camera anymore. Now, would you like to see? I think that's a great. I, uh, 
Look, the consultants are always coming up with something new and different, you know, because news is just the entertainment now. How about an all-fat news team? Who'd Kelly Craig that? is the news anchor, huh? All right, as the anchor, oh, that was bad. <laughs> Dave Game, our good friend Bob Weaver. Bob kind of punched up there in the uh, latter years quite a bit. This team? No, we're talking about the really, really big Roly Polies. Can you just even imagine that? That would be great. It's the big news at six. Sponsored by Slimfast. Here's one that said, sponsored by uh, Balance for Life and our good friend Troy. Hey, by the way, Troy, that copy, I'm still trying to figure it out. We're not talking about Troy Stratford. We're talking about the other. Troy! The one from Balance for Life. Good guy, but a little bit uh, ditzy. Somebody beat me earlier in nominating uh, Lonnie Quince as Michelle, but here's a little info about him. He is a former soap star. Oh, don't drop it, Lonnie. Those weathermen have a habit of doing that. He was in Days of Our Lives. He had a really bad curly mullet going on at that time. Sorry about the company letterhead, but I'm not ashamed that I'm uh, not a listener for anyone to know. Whatever. Oh, she works for uh, somebody. I don't want to say. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. How do you like that? I have no idea who that is. I just know that I saw a lot of really bizarre weather people on, strange people. And, of course, don't forget Miss Kamal when she hanging it up. You notice, I'm, I don't want to make any suggestions because then I'll say it. Right, so don't. But I'm really shocked that... That we haven't had anybody, not one right. so far. I know where you're going. Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm searching for it uh -huh. too, if I can find it. Oh, here he is. I wanted to uh, give you the real thing here, Neil. Yeah, the weather fairy. The not the make-believe weather fairy from uh, Miss Kamal. We're talking about the the one and only original weather fairy on Channel Four, Little Brian Norcross, your hysteria specialist. See, some people thought it was like the hurricane specialist. The H stood for well, the H stood for se several things. Are we putting them on? Oh, come on, put Brian Orcross on there. I'm not going to wait for the public. The H stood for many things, but it stood for hysteria specialist, not just hurricane or homo specialist. Little Brian Orcross. The only, the only, there's only one uh, weatherman uh, left on the air, I guess, now that Weaver's been putting mothballs, uh, who's a straight weather guy, and that's Don. No. And Bob uh, Soper. Excuse me, Bob. We love Bob Soper. He's a good guy. He's the best. Bob and Marilyn Soper. We worked with them at WI. Oh! Back in the day, man, D. WQAM, hello. There's a Barry Manilow show for you. I saw Mandy. I saw Barry Manilow on King last night for about three seconds. There's some show he was on. I don't know what it was. Or maybe it was on Deborah Norville. Oh, my gosh. Wow. She has just uh, gone to pieces. And uh, Barry, too. What a lady. WQAM, hello. Hello? Yes, ma'am. Yes, I'd like to uh, put someone on the poll if he's already not on there. Okay. Uh, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm listening. Okay, okay. Lonnie me. Quinn. Lonnie Quinn. Yeah, I can't stand him. He's very arrogant and obnoxious is what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's not just that, but, you know, I can't stomach the weather because he's making smart-ass jokes, you know. Oh, just, God. There's nothing I worse than a weather guy making smart-ass jokes. That's right. Thanks, sweetheart. Have a great day. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye. Lonnie Quinn, what do you say? Should we put him on here? Yeah, five six seven oh five. I don't know. I mean, we I just like spent about a half an hour talking about Lonnie Quinn. <laughs> well, she's busy with a crying baby back there or something. She's busy, okay? She's trying to like uh, make a living. Well, she's trying to eat out of She has that baby, right? So Josh Cordes got shipped off to that reel to uh, some uh, appearance that Miguel didn't want to do. This is quite a deal we got going on now. Sure. Since we don't have Doreen the Queen running around to uh, boss right. Miguel around, so he just does basically whatever the hell he wants to do. Which, That's uh, right. 
Yeah, what's wrong with that? That's my kind of job. He waited long enough. He paid Just his like dues. Just like Tom Dicker predicted, you know, that I was going to be calling in the show from, uh, you know, at my whim whenever I felt like working. Well, guess what? I don't feel like it anymore today. Yeah, today. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That Jicka, man, he is just, uh, no, I got, I got some material here. Oh, no, estarías de acuerdo, amigo? <laughs> sí, por supuesto. La emoción de la victoria, la agonía de la derrota, de hipopótamo a hipopótamo. See, I figure, I figure it's got to be fairly safe. It's a cartoon show, so we're not going to have any bleeps we're going to have to put in there. No, I think we're safe. Maybe. 12 minutes after 1 at 560, WQM, we got the Mad Dog, Jim Mandage coming along at 2, the Humper from the Belmont, man, the tension is growing towards, aren't you like on pins and needles about Smarty Jones? Just needles. Now, come on, you're, you're, uh, care a little bit. About what? About that Haas, about winning the Triple Crown, about a champion, about something, uh, good for once, you know, I mean, it's not, it's not that important, but it's something positive. No, but a week from tomorrow, I'll pretend to care a lot. Something we latch onto. Why is that? Dave Jones will be calling in, and I'll be talking to him. A week from tomorrow? Isn't that right? No, he's calling in tomorrow. No, but when I'm uh, on. Well, why will Dave Johnson be calling? I thought he was going to be calling in on that day. Yeah, tomorrow, like I just said. Okay. Anybody following this conversation? <laughs> no. The Belmont is this Saturday. Now, maybe maybe Dave will be calling you next uh, Friday just to say, hey, look how great we did. I, I, I kind of doubt it, but uh, good luck to you. One third... <laughs> 1.13 at 5.60 WQAM. Let me tell you, if you're confused about hair, because we got... How many different hair sponsors we got on this station now? About 30, man. Everybody and their brother is trying to sell you some uh, big song dance with uh, this hair and that hair. I, I want to make a suggestion from a guy who knows. Who could be the biggest expert on how bad you can look with a bad piece? Forget about it. That's right. Forget about these other guys. Talk to Charles Alfieri because for more than 35 years, Charlie's appeared as a guest on Good Morning America, the Today Show, CBS Morning News, the Tomorrow Show, offering you the best-looking hairline, the best piece anywhere in the world. It's called the Natural Hairline System, and it's so good-looking that it's 100% undetectable. People think it's your real hair. That's the difference. Very few pieces do people think it's like real hair. Most of them think, A, it's either straw, or B, it's some barnyard animal that came out of the sky, or maybe a meteor landed on your head. Charles Alfieri gives you this guarantee that you can really you have to be crazy to turn down. You try a system for a month for about, about 30, man. 30 days, and after a month, if you don't love the way it looks and feels and smells, just bring it back and say, hey, here, Charlie, here's your hair, forget about it, okay? And Charlie also services and repairs existing hair systems, including shampoo and trim, usually while you wait. So don't delay. Call Charlie today and change your life forever. Look better and younger than you ever dreamed you could again with some real great-looking hair and not a mousy-looking piece. Call toll-free 1-800-321-2413. 1-800-321-2413 or on that wicked web. Say hi to Dave Game while you're at it. Check him out at charlesalfieri.com. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. You drudge packing? Ignorance has never been more blissful. Lemmings across America are obediently drinking the new Republican flavored Guyana Punch Kool Aid. Kool Aid, Kool Aid, tastes great. Drink your Kool Aid and obey. I'm glad I'm a Republican. I like being associated with filthy Nazi animals. Hey, if there's anything I need to know, I just pleasure myself with some Guyana Punch flavored Kool Aid and Oxy Rush. 
Boy, my trailer hope smells pretty bad. Better drink some Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, tastes great. Drink your Kool-Aid and obey. I'm proud to be a Republican. Why, I wear it on my sleeve as a symbol of wealth and prestige. I believe tax cuts to the wealthy support the troops, just like Bush is good for the Jews. And fine Guyana punch Kool-Aid refreshes the best. If you miss Jim Jones and Dave Koresh. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, tastes great. Drink your Kool-Aid and obey. The Saudi Royals like America so much, we bought it. Now we can play with you like a little toy. Sky's the limit on what you pay for gas. And if we attack you, you'll just retaliate against somebody else. So keep watching your dumbed-down TV and drink your Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, tastes great. Drink your Kool-Aid and obey. 118, by the way, Duff must have had a rough uh, time at the doctor on last Monday. Yeah. A week ago Monday because uh, he's slipping in his old age. There's a bit on the new book of Brian Disc. The chances of that getting played on this show on a scale of oh! zero are minus infinity. It's called Tranny Queen. You won't be hearing that one anytime soon. In fact, if you have a copy of the disc yourself, you might want to like put a big uh, thing through it right now. Yeah, I'm queuing it up now. You're queuing it up right now? Track four? Yeah. Don't play it. What, what's it about? It's about the old tranny queen. No. Ah! Like I said, the answer is no, no chance. And don't be a villain for it, Brian, while you're at it. See, I shouldn't oh, have said anything. Too late. I turned that invoice in. <laughs> oh, damn. You better do a makeup. That bit. 50 bucks is going to have to come out of Muff's salary, I think. How the hell did he let that thing slip by? I mean, that thing isn't even close. You'll, you'll hear it, and we'll uh, discuss it tomorrow. Okay. Off the year. Uh, let's see. Here's one that says, please add Al Sunshine and his flying finger. I think that's what the got Duff with the old flying finger. Al Sunshine, the ham hock man, out in, as long as I live, I'll never forget that day with that phony hurricane and Mayor Pen uh, Penis Pequena. See, I can actually say that. Careful. What? No, I can say that. Right. Yeah, but you almost relapsed. No, I, I just was trying to, like, uh, ease into a way there. Ease into a penis Pequena. And uh, <laughs> I doubt that. But at any rate, uh, he was uh, getting everybody hyperventilating about the hurricane. It already had gone by. You could see it on the radar. It was already up toward Palm Beach County. And all the restaurants and all the establishments are supposed to be closed and all this other crap. And Al Sunshine's up there admonishing the uh, guy in, in Broward. What, what was that place? It was a very famous place there on uh, Las Olas or something, that diner where everybody has breakfast. Yeah. All the fags hang out like Norm Kent. Uh, at any rate, he's like chastising them because they're open for business, and pe people wanted a place to go eat. There was no hurricane coming, okay? Was it uh, mangoes? No. Okay. And there's Al Sunshine on there waving his hammock. Shame on you. Shame on you, you tub of crap. Go lose some weight. Get off my screen, you idiot. Shame on you. Disgusting piece of turd. Five, six, I see Dave Game, they got hidden away somewhere because he's too fat. But uh, Al Sunshine, they got him on there waving his hammocks. He must have naked pictures. Probably Tony Cigaretto and a Billy Goat. Or Billy Bean. WQAM, hello. Ah, See, now, there is one of the great moments yeah. in the history of my life. All I had to do was mention. I just, I just mentioned in passing, just jokingly as an aside, Ken Block. It barely, barely even registered on the Richter scale. And sorry, here sorry. he is, reprising his performance from almost 30 years ago. Not 30, man. Ah, this, this is his life. I mean, this is just... I have no life. Holy moly. Go brush those teeth, will you please, sweetheart? Go get some Listerine and do something about that queen. I mean, uh, man. 
Can, is, is that amazing to you or what? I, I knew it was going to happen. Today? As soon as you mentioned his name, I knew, I knew I could feel it happening. Oh, brother. Where what, was it? Where's that? The, what's that restaurant? Which that one? I, we had on the air where we did the appearance, where they all showed up, the whole group of them. Down in South Dade. Was it Lorenzo's? It was Lorenzo's. I don't know. Before my time. No, it was not. Oh, oh. It was yeah. that where we're on a QAM. It was That's a QAM right. thing. It was not before your time. It was down at Lorenzo's. Okay. And they had like a buffet or something everybody came in they were like all eating the chocolate stuff and that whole group showed up including <laughs> that one too i believe this guy's got teeth as yellow even even the chinese would be embarrassed that's how yellow his teeth are and there he is doing his jacques cousteau routine 28 years later it is just as scary as what it is i have no life that's the South Florida motto, baby. There ought to be a gigantic billboard. When you cross the border from Georgia into Florida, it ought to say... I have no life. In big letters. Forget about those God billboards. Oh, look at this. I can't believe South Florida's answer to Willard Scott. Jack Horkheimer hasn't made the list. No, she hasn't yet, but she has now. Miss Horkheimer. I didn't know she's on TV. Yeah, he does those uh, Channel 2... Uh, what do you call it? The Stargazer, Star the Star The Stargazer Queen, yeah. Miss Horkheimer will be on there, okay? She's looking a little long in the tooth. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. I apologize for that night at INZ. I almost throws you out of the studio, Jack. Not. WQAM. Hello. Hey, everything else going on? Yes, sir. Hey, I got one for you, Paul. Yes. Probably not on already. Duffy's in the ray. That, girl, that woman's got to go. Okay, she's only got twenty-eight votes. See, probably a good idea either listen when I read the list. I'll do it again right now, but it's just shocking and shameful. What South Florida TV personnel needs to retire next? Rick Sanchez, 160. Oh, I got tomorrow's pool. Okay. It's about fat people. Okay. And what, what inspired me? Dave Game is still alive, but Dave Dixon, he's dead. Right? Right. What was that guy on MSNBC? Uh, Jerry Nachman. Remember that big fat guy? No. He was the head of the uh, news uh, on MSNBC. He's dead. So we're going to do your favorite fat, well-known fat person. All right. We've never done that. Dead or alive. We're going to put that. a weight limit on there because people are going to be coming oh, well, in skinny We're talking people. really fat. Well, I, well, we'll be the arbiter of that. We're not right. like me. I don't qualify for that. I'm, uh -huh. I'm fat, but I'm not like, we're talking real fat, you know, like John Candy, people like that. Yeah. People who died from being so fat or may very well soon. Who's your favorite tub of lard? Like Kelly Craig. Oh, now, see, that was bad. You Now, you lured me into that. We love Kelly Craig. She may be my favorite fat person. Fat Rich. Although he's not a major celebrity. Although he thinks he and is. He's that not fat, rich from fat anymore, either. Fat Rich from anywhere. No, you're right. He's lost quite a bit of weight. Of course, when times get lean, you know. So do you. So does your body. <laughs> what Florida t South Florida TV personality needs to return next? Rick Sanchez, I told you, no contest. 162. They hate you, Rick. They despise you. And that guy you hit is still dead. 162 votes over 50%, 51.2 to be exact, as they say in New Jersey. Belkey's in array 29, Dwight Lauderdale 24, Tony Cigaretto's got 24. Boy, Dwight's moving up there fast, ain't he? Marilyn Mitchell 11, Michelle Gillen, Angela Ray, Bob Mayer got 10 apiece. Now, I think that's bad, lumping in Bob Mayer with Michelle Gillen, Angela Ray. You people ought to repent. You ought to apologize for that. Kelly Craig. All that weight and all, she's got nine. 
Elliot Rodriguez, six. Lonnie Quinn's got six already. I don't know who that is, but I'm sure I wouldn't like him. Ike Siemens, five. Jennifer Valapi, five. Sloppy Valapi. Al Sunshine, Mr. Hamhock, three. Alicia Lane finally got one. Brian Norcross has one. And Miss Horkheimer, she just went on there, so, but she'll start moving it up pretty soon. WQAM, hello. Yes, is this, uh, uh, WQAM? WQAM, yes sir, you got it. Cool. What do you got? Uh, I wanted to give Neil the name of that restaurant in Fort Lauderdale and, uh... You're speaking to him. Oh. This, uh, this is... it's, it's, it's called the Floridian, sorry. Right, that's the one. I'm sorry man, you can totally, totally call me by surprise. And also, Marilyn Mitchell, she looks like a, I'm probably gonna get cut off, but she looks like a... Okay, where you are, you're right. <laughs> See, yeah. he made a bad move there. Yeah, See, yeah. I could have enjoyed it. You could have enjoyed it. Miguel might have enjoyed it, but nobody else would have heard it. He said, "I'm probably going to get cut off." And you're right, you did. Well, that's okay. The Floridian, that's the one. Boy, I, have a, I ate there once upon a time about a hundred years ago. I ate there not, once. That's not my part of town. That Las Olas, that artsy fartsy thing. That's, a, you know that's what a gay mean? place. What? No, not, not necessarily, oh. but it just happens to be that Norma Kent hangs out there, so that makes it a little bit more. It's all the way on the end, past all the arts and the farts. What, the Floridian? Yeah. I know, I know, I've, I've been there, I've eaten there, I know a little bit about uh, town. I've been around a couple of uh, lifetimes, but that's the one. And here's Al, of all people, Al Sunshine, lecturing the fine folks at the Floridian, which is a very popular place, especially for breakfast. And they're open up when nobody else is open, because people want to eat, Okay. There was no hurricane coming. It was gone. It was in West Palm Beach. It was up. It was up. Gone to North of Alaska with Johnny Horton or somewhere. And the mayor's on there trying to like you know just like all the politicians, just like make hey, make a hero out of himself. You know, oh I'm going to save all your lives. Well, guess what, you jackass? The hurricane's already gone. Go take a look at it, uh, Unamapa. Jeez. And here's uh, El Sunshine there, Channel Four, chastising and lecturing. Man, if anybody needs a good lecture, look in the mirror, schmuck. Wait a minute, before we go on, uh -oh. Princess Diana's mother dies in Scotland. Are you interested? No. no. I'm going to change the face of sports radio, because now I'm the voice of the Panthers and an elephant of moderate radio. Oh, boy. <laughs> I got lots to do here, like uh, talk to the same three callers about sports and uh, sports and uh, sports. I even got lots of hilarious comedy bits. Coach Coker, Coach Coker, I'm the Coker head. <laughs> Take that, Mo. That old caca. That, that. I'm the star now with my own two solid hours of spot. You're washed up. Now you're the bum. You can't hit me no more. You can't hit me no more. What do you think? I can't hear you. You're on the radio, you moron. Hey, look, uh, maybe I was a little out of line. The things I said, it, uh, like that. Yeah, yeah, you were, and I'm not gay. Sure, I know. In all fairness, that big fat old guy they stuck me with kisses me like you used to do, but he's not you. Ah, oh, that's so sweet. You make me almost want to come back with you. 
guilty. Yesterday my life was filled with joy. Guilty. And now I'm stuck with a guava loving goy. You're my best sidekick and foil. I miss how you talk like a goyle. Guilty, a sport old Jew. I miss you. Twenty-seven till two at five sixty. That's number one with four bullets. The U.S. Army, speaking of bullets, has issued an order preventing thousands of soldiers designated for duty in Iraq or Afghanistan from leaving the military, even when their volunteer service commitment expires. Officials said yesterday. Oh, I'm leaving. No, no, no think again. Not so fast. The move to extend the service of some soldiers involuntarily was the latest sign of increasing stress on the Army as the Pentagon strives to maintain adequate troop levels in the two conflicts. They're stretched a little on the thin side. So, And our good friend Ronnie Zamora won't see him yeah. no more. In fact, maybe he's with Phil the Bugman. Want him? Huh? Did you see where they sent him? Oh, yeah, Costa Rica. A man whose defense as a 15-year-old was that violent television shows like Kojak led him to kill an elderly neighbor 27 years ago, was deported yesterday to his native Costa Rica. Nice job, Ellis, you idiot. Ronnie Zamora, 42, was flown to Costa Rica early yesterday, says Nina Pruneda. Nina Pruneda. She's the prune lady. A spokesman with the U.S. Bureau of Immigration and Customs Enforcement. I wonder if she's related to Isabel de Casada. He was released from prison Tuesday into federal custody after spending the last 27 years behind bars. He was sentenced to life in prison for fatally shooting 83-year-old Elwell. Well, we already know that. We talked about him the other day. Uh, let's see. Well, that's, that's all there is to that. He's in Costa Rica now, probably in the wilderness of the rainforest, probably searching for Phil the Bugman. What? <laughs> we'll see him, Zamora. <laughs> How do you know that? Maybe they can be intoxicated together, with or without the TV. So let me tell you about Greg Budell. Oh, I'm sorry. Five six seven oh five sixty. I can't tell you. Pound okay. five sixty on it. It was a story about the old Sterling Country Kitchen. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Police. Wow. Ron is back. Aren't you excited? Aren't you thrilled? Thrilled and delighted. Let's uh, get like a. I mean, it's early. It's only June, but let's get like a Christmas gift ready for Ron. I'll start wrapping the package. <laughs> WQAM, hello. Hi, there. Yes, sir. I'm on a mobile. Let's go to a mobile now. It sounds like Reverend Jones to me. I don't know who he is. Yeah, uh -huh. it's you. I'm getting better than you are on that, or at least close as good. No, it was him. Yeah, I know. No kidding. No Schmidt. It takes about two words now. You got that certain sound like retard, de human defective. In your voice, okay? You and your boyfriend there. And Dick Feinberg says, don't even show your ass at Pompano Park anymore. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How are you, man? Pretty good. Uh, can I just vent a little bit? You got a minute? Go right ahead. Got all the time you want. Take a couple of hours. All right. Within an hour out in the South Florida streets today, I go to McDonald's just to get a freaking coffee, right? 
and then there's all confusion in the front of the line because this person don't speak English. They can't count the change correctly. As yeah. I park my car, this old hen gets out of her car and drags her purse along the whole side of my car. Nothing works here. I hate this yeah. place. I got four-letter answer for you, sir. M-O-V-E, move, get out. When in doubt, get the hell out. It's good enough for me. It's good enough for you. Just, uh, you know, probably can't get a deal like I got going here. But I'll tell you one thing, man. I got the best deal going. Yep. I do. I really I do. I, I, I know you do. be the first one Jealous. to tell you that. I'm not one of these people always, eh, you know. South Florida likes to whine and cry a lot. You know, I, I'm, I'm not into that thing anymore. Not, no more. Well, I used to be. You don't have anything to whine about because you're out no, of That's there right. Now. now that I'm not there most of the time, I have very little to complain about. My life is wonderful. Life is sweet. Life is great. I'll be going on vacation very soon. Before you know it, it'll be July and then July and August. George will be on most days. I'll be on only Tuesday and Thursday. And the paychecks keep rolling in. And what, what's not to like? I might just extend my contract 100 years. I not. Oh, that's right. You'd like that. Sure. Yeah. We all would. Look at well, not Miguel. Hey, Miguel will be there with or without me. But there's some other people there. They're like, uh, you know, Klingons. I have a whole lot of Klingons, appendages. People are like, uh, their existence is based on my uh, continuing to breathe the fresh air, continuing to sit here bah, 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 every day, which I can do. I can do this like with my eyes closed. You know what I mean? The, best thing, that, the best thing that I ever did in my besides uh, making this deal, was... Uh, I just don't care about the calls. I mean, it's, it, it is of no interest to me, and they, they don't believe that. They really think that, ah, I really got it. I don't care. See, it's a, no consequence. As long as all the the decimal point is in the right place on the check and the amounts are right, that's all I care about. And we're still here doing a fine job, kicking ass. we got the highest numbers on the station. In spite of this ethnic sewer that we're in the, in the middle of here with all these uh, no-speaking-English stations and all this uh, hip-hop rap this and rap that, in spite of all of that crap that we're up against the odds, we're still kicking ass. Like I said, Greg Reed's got a horseshoe the size of Montana up his ass. He's got to have because he hasn't got any idea what he's doing. He wouldn't know a microphone from his uh, elbow. And yet, in spite of all of these things, we just keep puking right here. You know what I'm saying? No, I know. What's not to like? What got me off on that tangent? I don't know. Move. Just, huh? Well, it's a beautiful day. The sun is shining. For Castronova, who's very uh, obsessed with the Toronto weather forecast, evidently. Sun is shining. It's 18 degrees Celsius. It's 64 degrees. It's going to be a high of 20 today. 68. 19 tomorrow, 66, sunny and 22 on Saturday, 72, and mostly sunny and 23, 73 Fahrenheit on Sunday. How do you like that? No more rain inside. We had enough. Beautiful. Why? Well, I can't wait to go out to lunch. See what I'm saying? What's mm-hmm. not to like? None. Everything is beautiful. And, of course, a lot of people in South Florida, well, we don't like that. Ah! You know, they want to they extend that hostility. And now I understand that. Sure. Because when I'm there, just a week at a time, a couple weeks at a time, whatever it is, I get very angry, too. Except for this last time that I was there for some reason, everything was beautiful. I don't know why. You everything got, you it was, it was like done. It was a productive week. My dentist, I went to the dentist, had my teeth mm-hmm. clean. I, oh, and by the way, I do want to say this. My good friend, Dr. Um, my dentist, Dr. Gary. Why? Who's the best? He's great. Over there at Taft and, uh, what is he, at Taft and your Johnson. But his dental hygienist, you know, who cleaned my teeth, yeah. see, she's wrong. And I don't, because you would have feel bad. Did I tell you what she told me about the uh, toothbrush, the radius toothbrush? No. Because my teeth back in the uh, were back in the molars, way in the back. I had some. Um, what do you call it? Plaque. I don't know. I don't know what you Plaque. call it. Oh, okay. Plaque. And anyway, she's removing, and she's the gums are getting a little, just a little. Of course, I hadn't been in a year and a half, which is too long. I'm supposed to do it like every six months to a year, whatever. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, she's giving me, when I told her, I said, well, I use that radius toothbrush. Ah, and her eyes lit up like a Hanukkah bush, man. And she said, I got nothing but bad news with that. Everybody uses it. I've had bad experiences because it doesn't reach back there. Well, that's baloney. There is nothing like the radius toothbrush. You just have to ner- learn and nerd at how to use it right. So when you're reaching up into the uh, back parts there, you just have to be, be sure you hit it everywhere. Yes, just stick because, it in further. Because nowadays, the toothbrushes that they're making are like... They, they cover like a half of your front tooth. What kind of a job brushing your teeth can you do with a piece of crap like that? And like I told you, those electric, those little battery-operated gizmos, all they're doing is loosen up all the mercury vapors in your teeth if you have any fillings, and all that's going into your system and making you sick. That's, that's not oh, good that for you. It. I have nothing but fillings. Well, and me too. And you're using one of them little batteries, no, those no, things? No, not me. I heard your wife is. <laughs> not in your mouth. That's what I was talking about. But anyway, and then the other stuff that I did with uh, all the uh, rest of my test and my uh, ass and my this and my that and my all my body parts. Blood, and, and, your blood. Right. That very nice lady came in, took my blood. My PSA was fine. And well, what's not to like? So, you know, like Monty Python says, look at that bright side. we got too many sour people in South Florida, okay? I can't help it that you're stuck there. <laughs> States a girls' school. Oh! Ancient evil has returned. Higher than any the world has ever known. Oh, hello. Howard Stern. Now, one secret government agency. Welcome to the Federal Communications Commission. You look like a fat black man. Has been called upon to stand against them. You must put your hands on the pants of a woman, don't you? You have never done it. Skip to the end, will you? How do I kill it? Hell, John. Wow. Now banned from a radio near you. 145, I'll tell you who else should have been banned from this station. Yeah. Otherwise, maybe we might have a shot at putting Stern on there, you know? But because of... That ain't going to happen, little Tommy. And you know that, but you keep writing all the Pablum answers in your column and pretending you don't know this from that. Whatever you like. What South Florida TV personality needs to retire next? That's our poll question. Our first poll was about Spicks who won't speak English. The uh, second one, Rick Sanchez is leading the way. Speaking of that, well, he's speaking English. In fact, I, we'd rather that he just uh, stick to the Spanish, you know, when he come right down to it. And they probably don't want any part of him either. No. Rick Sanchez, 190. Spilkey's in array, 35. A lot of people get Spilkey's when they see her on her screen even if they don't know what that means. Tony Cigaretto's got 28. He's tied with Dwight Lauderdale. They're separated at the hip or joined, 28 apiece, like Siamese twins, one a little darker. Marilyn Mitzel, 13. Michelle Gillen and Angela Ray and Kelly Craig. We can't separate those three, 11 apiece, like Siamese triplets. Kelly's the pivot lady on that group. Maybe maybe that's what happened. I didn't say nothing. Maybe that's the deal. Maybe Kelly, uh, well, uh, Bob Mayer, 10. Lonnie Quinn is moving up nicely, and I haven't, still don't know who the hell that is. I'm glad I missed him. He's got nine. Jennifer Sloppy's got six. Elliot Rodriguez, six. No speaking English. Aki. Ike Siemens has got five. Move his, his ass up there. Old coot. Al Sunshine, five. And they hate you with the Floridian, by the way, Al. You never, if, if you ever eat a meal at the Floridian, I can only imagine what they're going to serve up on your food. Ho, 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 ho. Alicia Lane, two. Brian Norcross, one. And Miss Horkheimer don't have any. And you want to know why? Because she's on PBS. Does anybody watch PBS? No. No. They might watch Frontline once in a while if there's something really interesting on there. 
But other than that, do you ever watch PBS? No. Frontline. No. Miguel? No. No. In fact, there's a better chance I might want to stop and watch something on that. Uh, what are the call letters of what Whammy used to be? Is it still Whammy? I'm not sure. No, when you're talking about PBS, you're not talking about Sesame Street. Isn't that on PBS? Sure. Yeah. Of course, that's on our house 24-7. I see. Whammy! God, it sucks. Yeah. Don't say that out loud, though, because Bill, uh, what's his name, I get upset. I still can't. I got a mental block uh, on that one. Tech? Is it? Bill Tech. That's very good. Oh, Bill yeah. Tech. Who <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta have that tomorrow morning it. before it's the show. There. It is O W. O W. Oh no. Trust me. I got out out loud theme. That's it. No, it's a, it goes on forever. Oh no. Oh, it's the whole bit. Yeah, I just cut it off. Oh, well, is that that it just goes on forever. Oh no. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right. I never even knew we had that. Oh, yeah. That's great. Oh. And the best part of it is it's one that we can still play. So how many we can, we got now? About 30, man. Plus those Castronova bits I played today. Boy, he's going to own me. Man. 5670560. Hope he's got <laughs> a, a big what a, what a lunatic. What a maniac. What a You know, you don't really set him off. And it's years ago now. It's got to be a few years ago, back when Petey Lenny was called. No, it's not that It's a couple years ago, because I was here. Get a call one day from Petey Lenny in our sales department, begging, pleading. Oh, Paulie's contract is coming to uh, coming up with Clear Channel, and he wants out. He wants to do the morning show. Yeah, and this is before there was any mo. I guarantee you that. Absolutely. This was after they blew out the uh, worst team, and he was trying desperately to uh, to force his way in. And the answer then was no. And the answer now is no. Okay. And he lies about it. He just goes on there and denies it. Then he makes up a story that I had Norm Kent try to get in on FM over there. How the hell is that possible? I'm going to work for a cheap channel. No. Are they going to pay me any money? No. What are we talking about? He makes up just crap, like running into me at the Sawgrass. Polly, please, get yourself some help. I have no life. God. Desperado. Like I said, another one of those Klingons, one of those wannabes. Obsessed. WQAM, hello. Mark O'Neill? Yes, sir. Is it Neil? It sounds just like Neil. Neil, you know who Mo Howard reminds me of a little bit? Who's that? Uh, he's a character that came out in the uh, in a movie in the mid '90s called Powder, starring uh, J.C. Lopez. Ay, 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 ay. Now, see, this is a this is a uh, imitation. Yeah, yeah, this is an imitation. Ay, 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 ay. How do you like that? Wow. Even the Chronics have their own imitators. That's amazing. Very weak. Keep keep working on it, man. You can do it. You can cut it. Very weak. I'm surprised that that guy's got the, I mean, the gargling guy. Now you got that mo thing there, which I don't have on mine. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Keep practicing, pal. There's one for you to work on. Speaking of mo. WQM. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I noticed the other day that uh, George seems to be having this obsession with the taser versus the stun gun thing. Yes. What is that? What is his obsession with that? Well, you ask him. What's your obsession with that, George? Uh, there are tasers and there are stun guns, and they're two different things, and they yeah. are kept confusing them. Why, why do you think that he's obsessed with it, though? I find that an interesting choice of words. He's obsessed. Well, the, the average person really doesn't care about the difference between a, state, a taser and a Then stun. why are you calling about it and wasting our time with it again? I didn't think we really wasted very much time. We talked about that for about how many seconds? About 30, man. You know, and then this, guy, this guy's bringing it again because he has no other material and because also... I have no life. Right. It was the farthest thing from my mind when I sat my fat, pimply ass down here this yeah. morning was tasers and stun guns. Although, quite frankly, sir, if you'd like us to yeah. come over and maybe uh, send Luca Brazzi there. We'll show you the difference. Right. <laughs> One of each at no extra charge. 
I'd forgotten about it already, but obviously uh, well, he was uh, I'm, I'm glad he reminded you because uh, that would be oh. bad. Oh, the Middle Eastern world will be exploded. Saddam had people killed with the gas that we sold him. First time aggressor nation and the only one that's going. Now more blood will be spilled to get that oil flowing. Forget about Korea and the nukes they're toting and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. Three thousand people killed are now forgotten. Let's exploit them instead. Hey, there's oil to be gotten. Going after Saddam to placate Osama. There's no longer mention of the name Bin Laden, but no one seems concerned. All comfy and complacent, believing every word of this cartel administration that controls us by fear through media manipulation. And the right wing is drilling it over and over into our heads. That Iraq has some. Weapons of mass destruction. The loss of civil rights is the price that we're paying. We're all suspects now, Nazi Ashcroft is saying. I have nothing to hide, table talkers all are saying. Blind, obedient cattle don't have any reservation. About unprovoked battle and world annihilation. Old regimes must fall and Halliburton installed. With no objection at all, Democrats don't have the balls and the right wing is drilling it over and over into our brainwashed heads. Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. I'm dying over here. Only Iraq has some weapons of mass destruction. One fifty-seven and five sixty WQM. Here's a fax from Larry who says, "I don't care what anyone says about Kelly Craig. She's yummy. I've got a phone book she can sit on any day." Larry says, and probably more than that. At any rate, I'm starting to disappoint some of our colleagues here today who I guess thought we were going to devote the whole show, waste our time to the comments of some dumb jock. That's uh, that's the buzz around the oh, building. That oh. was. That was the buzz. Huh? Yeah, that's right, this morning. Oh, yeah, this morning. And Mo was betting, oh, yeah, Neil Rogers is going to talk about this all day. He's our resident faggot. He's going to be talking about Junior Seau because I'll guarantee I'll bet Geldy's life on it. Yeah. All of that stuff like that. Yeah, we talked about it for a minute. We are a unit that cares. And I'm saying care. The reason why I say care, because it's so hard to let things go when you care about it. Yeah. When you care about it. I would say love and then everyone say that you're a faggot. Well, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not either. Sure, whatever you say, Junior. Get the honey. I mean, just stupid, just idiocy and crap, and they make it a big, oh, my God. I wouldn't be surprised if the whole rest of the day that they wind up talking about that. 
We don't get to hear a, a blockhead because, uh, you know, we're busy confabulating during those two hours. Mm-hmm. But I, it sounded to me like at the end of the show, he said, you're going to be hearing more about that next, and uh, all the yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. I know the Mad Dog will talk about it. Mad Dog, yeah, he'll be talking about guys who are lighting their loafers, I'm sure about that. He's a very Cause, handsome young man. Right, because it's part of that whole jock thing, this whole macho, I'm more macho than you are, and I slap guys on the ass with a towel in the showers, all, all this other stuff, you know, play all those games. Kind of like the stuff that went on at Abu Ghraib. And probably still is going on, you know, kind of like that stuff, all that faggery. It's amazing to me how many macho guys are involved in, like, you know, showering together a lot, even when they're not, even during the off season. That's the part that bothers me a little bit. It's one thing after a ball game, you know, you got to get clean, you know, like a free wind spigot. <laughs> but, uh, and drop the soap a couple of times, and then, of course, that body wash comes in in real slippery bottles now. <laughs> and remember, remember what they said in the bit. Yeah. Would you like to feel relaxed once again? That's exactly what they said. Rectum. Anyway, don't forget, join QM and the Marlins for a watch party. Go over there and watch it. Take a peek at it. That is the ball game tonight, starting at the Davy Ale House, starting at you know, 06. Uh, 595 in University Drive. Stop by to win some Marlin tickets. Other prizes from Billy the Marlin and the Mermaids. Watch the Marlins play the Mets at the Davy Ale House tonight. Get smashed. <laughs> Have a wonderful time. What South Florida TV personality needs to retire next? We got uh, 420 votes on this. This is our second poll of the day. Rick Sanchez, 212, who I think fit in nicely with the first one, if you ask me. Ricky Ticky Sanchez, 212. Nobody even close. Spilkies Naray. A lot of people nauseous from that bitch. 37. Tony Cigaretto's got... About 30, man. Dwight Lauderdale's got... About 30, man. Kelly Craig, Marilyn Mitzel, 14 apiece. We're having a tough time with a crowbar separating them. Michelle Gillen, Lonnie Quinn's got 13. Angela Ray's got a dozen. Silly Goose. Bob Mayer, 11. Ike Seaman, 7. Al Sunshine, 7. Elliot Rodriguez, 6. Jennifer Vallopi, she be sloppy, 6. Brian Norcross has 4. Alicia Lane's got two, and Miss Horkheimer's got a, a pair. Bye, bye, bye! The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAN, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time? No! Sorry,